This is the Banker Bob Thought for September 20th. The advice to stay the course is often good, but it's important that you're going in the right direction. Okay, fans, joining us now is co-host Dave Oliveri. Dave, good evening. How are you? Don, I'm doing well. I, I, I think after Friday... Our escapades, with, and we'll get into that a little bit later, with uh, the Thompsons and Tim Toma did for the, the, the crews, the drivers, and even some of the fans. We'll just share some of our thoughts on that. But I think I'm resting up because, like you said, I think a lot of us don't want to see a pulled pork sandwich anytime too soon. Well, let's start with the racing at Larnerville. Excellent racing. The two undecided champions were crowned, and uh, they did a nice thing. I saw it on Facebook. They had a picture of all four of the champions on the front straightaway, and uh, I thought the racing was outstanding. It was. We already knew heading in, for our listeners that uh, didn't know, I mean, Colton Flinter already had the championship wrapped up along with Corey McPherson, one of the late models, one of the in the in the pro stocks and then the two things that were open was jeremiah shingledeckers was leading he had a about an eight point lead or eight to twelve point lead in the big block modifieds and then it was an eight point lead in the sprints and dawn neither one disappointed uh you know jeremiah was leading he ended up finishing second and he secured his third track championship and before we get into the, the last one with the sprints it was Colton Flinter's first track championship at Lernerville, and it was Jeremiah Shingledecker's third track championship. So congratulations all to them. And that left the sprint cars, and uh, A.J. started on outside pole, and he knew what his mission was. You know, He led a little bit early, but he was in a heated battle with Brandon Mattis. It was eight points, and I think it might have only been like four or five points heading into the, to the feature, and... With AJ's third place finish, it was enough to secure his fifth track championship by one point. So the the wow. irony of that is, you race all year, 
multiple, multiple races, sometimes as many 20. This year was a little bit less due to some weather, and it all decides to one point. And realistically, Don, if you look at that, that's one position. Yeah. Well, we need to also acknowledge that Corey McPherson has, what, seven championships. Yeah, that is just amazing. And I think the thing that I take most at Corey, you know, he's still young. He's only, you know, in his 30s. Seven championships, I think that maybe ties him with Joe Kelly. I could be wrong with that. but And I know Corey, when I talked to him on Friday evening, was very proud of that. But he was also most proud of the fact that, you know, he has that 50 win now. And he's just, I think, maybe one or two away from the all-time record in the pro stocks. And I know that's something that he is really... That's his next accomplishment he wants to get. And all those guys, just such great gentlemen. We've had fun this year uh, with them being on rapping on racing. And it's just, uh, you've watched some of them grow up as kids, Don. So I know it's even more meaningful to you. Exactly. First time I saw AJ, he was about five years old, and his dad was running a modified at uh, Motordrome Speedway. I'd like to talk, it was brilliant, however it came to be, but Tim Toma brought all kinds of pulled pork, and the track, I believe, had corn there. But somebody decided, instead of waiting until the last race and feeding everybody at the same time, that we fed a group of people. As soon as one division finished, Smokey would announce, if you want to come up and get some corn and pulled pork, come on up. So it spread out through the entire evening. 360 years of corn and 400 sandwiches, and I think the star of the buffet line was your girlfriend, Char. Yeah, Char was amazing. <laughs> I didn't touch one sandwich. I had a couple myself, but she just, God love her, she just put her heart and soul into it, and, you know, Tim would bring the pans out, and that's the first year we did it in the Chayford pans, where we used to do the pig live there, and it just, you know, Tim and I discussed it a few weeks back, that just in order to make things a little bit easier, plus, like you said, it was nice with the different divisions, because some of those guys have a, a drive home, and you hate to stay late till the last feature is over, so that gave them a chance, if you happen to be the first feature, you could go out, which I think it was the late model, is you could go out, do your race, get your accolades or whatever, you know, that was pretty much Colton. And then um, just if you wanted to come up and have a sandwich and be on the road, you were able to do that. So, yeah, I think the Thompsons came up with that plan, or, or, or Mike Lysakowski, and I, th- I know for one thing for sure that's going to be in effect if, when, we have, when we do it again next year. Yes. But, again, thank you to you. Uh, I mean, you were nursing a bad leg, and... You were diligent, and Shar was you know one in a million on what she was doing. And like I said, I don't want to see corn anytime soon again. But uh, I think everybody was so appreciative of it. And if you had the sandwich or an ear of corn, they were delicious. Well, I was the supervisor of napkins and paper plates. I had this, the most meaningless job there, but everybody needed a plate and several napkins. So I felt like uh, I, I was pulling my weight. Well, the funny thing is, you don't realize how many people come through, and then you know you bring. I mean, that pig that Tim cooked on, and I don't know if you heard the statistics on it. It was a hundred and forty-five pound pig, 
And that's a big pig. And like I said, it, it takes every bit of that, that to feel, like you said, 400 sandwiches. And we didn't go light on anybody's sandwich, that's for sure. Well, I was teasing Rick Rigowski because he has a bar and restaurant. I said, Rick, after you eat this sandwich, you probably ought to talk to him about serving him at your uh, establishment. And he smiled and said, I'll have to look into that. Well, let's uh, talk about Jennerstown. Oh, boy, what a night. Uh, we got up there well, fairly early. And because I had a sore foot, I didn't get did not get to get down in the pits, but you made the runs and uh, visited all the people that needed to see you, but good racing. I mean, and Billy talked about it, so we don't need to go into a lot of detail, but like the sprint race at Lernerville, the modified race at Jennerstown, the top three guys, it was Golick, Aiello, and Glessner, and they were running one, two, three in a feature, and we're talking a couple of points between each one of them. Well, when they took the feature, because uh, you know, Doug won, Glester won his heat, and I think uh, Golick won his, it was three points between Scott and, uh, and Golick, Tom, and it was five points between Glester to Tom. And the irony of it was, great racing, they finished one, two, three. Yeah, and we, we met some nice people up in the booth. Mike Belvia from Pro um, Sanitation was there with a whole gang of people. and Boy, they were having a good time. Well, it's great. I mean, they, again, they, they were out there for the parade lap, and I'll tell you what, that had to be one of the nicest-looking garbage trucks i ever seen. I'm a little partial black and gold, but yeah. like you said, we have some fun when we go up there. It, it's nice from us being, you know, Jennerstown being a sponsor to us for on our show is that we get to meet some of these sponsors. And ironically, like you said, in, the, in last week's show, there's sometimes we meet somebody through someone else that either I know or you know probably more often than you know because you've been doing this a lot longer than I have. And it's just like we always said, you never know where you're going to meet someone. And that's why racing fans are just the best fans that are out there. And you know what I found when the marketing partners are up in the booth when they leave? Usually the comment is, we had a wonderful time, we'll see you next year. Because they leave there with a big smile, and they've had a good night, good racing, and if they're up in the booth, good food. It is, and, and I'm not even going to steal Billy's thunder, but when we hear the comments, we hear it from the fans, we hear it from the drivers, and when you hear it from the sponsors, we just can't believe the job that Billy does, the track owners, and the staff at Jennerstown do to accommodate us, and that's why we do what we do, and that's why we're going to do it back again in 2022. And, you know, as anybody from management and ownership at Jennerstown, when they hear that, I mean, it just has to be heartwarming. It is. Hey, our guests include Jennerstown Speedway General Manager Bill Rebar, late model driver Zane Farrell, Stephen Sheltman, the winner of the Josh Langer and Kyle Stramansky Memorial Race at Pittsburgh, Brett Hutera, who won uh, the feature at Lake Trobe a couple of weeks ago, and Frank McGill, the hobby stock point leader at Pittsburgh. I have some great interviews with champions A.J. Flick and Colton Flitter. Cy Lynch picked up the win at Mercer over Adam Kekich, uh, Danny Kerger, Jack Soderman Jr., and Cody Bova. And we also have victory lane interviews with Tom Golick and Mike Doritsky. Jim Zufall has all the highlights from Pittsburgh's Pennsylvania Motor Speedway. Jim also spoke with Garrett Powell and Chas Woolbert in Victory Lane. And Tom Lang has all the latest 
drag racing news. And our scheduled guests for next Monday, we're going to start on each show uh, highlighting the champions from the tracks that we cover. Now, we also want to remind people that the final regular show will be the first Monday in October, but then throughout the winter, it'll be the first Monday of each month. And that way we can keep people up to date because if you stop in October and don't start again till April, there's an awful lot of news that's going to be lost. Well, that being said, I'm looking forward to our Saturday race coming up at Lernerville with the World of Outlaws for the Commonwealth Clash. And then we got the you know the Stampede at Lernerville, and we have the the Lucas Oil race down to Pennsylvania Motor Speedway. But I'm looking forward in, in about a month or so, you know, heading south to visit you in three days of the World Finals in Charlotte. We missed it last year, and listeners, if it's something that you can go to, it's tough because I think it's sold out, but it is some of the best racing you'll ever, ever see. I think they could probably still do standing room only in the pits, but I think you're right, the grandstands are sold out. Well, Dave, excellent report as usual. Uh, I want to thank you. Did we cover everything? I think we did, and again, our listeners, let us know you know, if, if there's a driver out there that you want us to get, because, you know, so many people say, well, why don't you interview so-and-so? Well, if we don't know who so-and-so is, we can't interview them. And I know you have a tough enough time, you know, even when you schedule them on, they don't call you. But we want to keep this flowing throughout the winter, because we any breaking news that we have, whether it's at Pittsburgh, or Lernerville, Jennerstown, or any local tracks, Many of these tracks will give uh, afford us the first opportunity to give that breaking news, and you have to stay tuned to Rappin' on Racing throughout the winter to hear that, Don. Well, the secret I have discovered is to contact the lady on the team. That usually gets results, so that's what we'll just have to we'll plan on that. Well, Dave, you have a nice evening, and I thank you. I thank you as well. It was great. I'm looking forward to seeing you on Saturday up at Lernerville, Don. This portion of Rapid on Racing is brought to you by the Jennerstown Speedway Complex, home of the Motor Mountain Masters. For more information, check out Jennerstown.org. I want to tell you a little bit about Area Auto Racing News. Nice uh, newspaper. It covers a lot of good stuff. Some of the writers, Dave Moody, Ernie Saxton, Walt Weimer, Chuck Bollinger, Dave Dragovich, just to name a few. As a matter of fact, Bollinger, Dragovich, and uh, Weimer have been part of Rapping on Racing for many, many years. You can get 50 issues for $56. But what I like best is a digital subscription, which is $45. Really neat uh, paper. If you need more information, you can give them a call at 609-888-3618. That number again for Area Auto Racing News, 609 609- 888-3618. You won't be disappointed. Since 1974, Environmental Air Incorporated has provided quality sheet metal and HVAC services in the greater Pittsburgh area. They're a commercial sheet metal contractor. Founded in 1974 by Glade Neal, Environmental Air is a family-owned union sheet metal company currently managed by Paul and Craig Neal. The people of Environmental Air are both a team and a family. 
They believe customer service is important. They value their employees and know that together they can have a meaningful impact on each project or service they provide. Residential service is not available due to the magnitude of their commercial work. 47 years of excellent customer service is the foundation of this successful company. Environmental Air is located at 1100 McCartney Street, Pittsburgh, PA, 15220. For additional information, call 412-922-8988. A message for all racers, race fans, or campers. Alternative Power Sources Incorporated, located in western Pennsylvania since 1995, we have proudly served homeowners and businesses throughout portions of Pennsylvania, Ohio, and West Virginia, offering a complete line of generators and the ability to provide turnkey projects. From sales and rentals to service, maintenance, and installation, Alternative Power Sources is dedicated to providing reliable generator solutions. Their brands include MTU, Kohler, Gillette, Yamaha, Powertech, and ASCO. The experienced sales force has over 40 years' experience in the generator field, providing the resources to design the generator package to meet your needs and specifications and supply the specified products. If service is important to you, they are your source. Alternative Power Sources. For more information, call 1-800-894-4455. And now more Rapid on Racing with Don Gamble and Bill Freebar. Fans, joining us now is one of the happiest guys in racing, Billy Rebar, the general manager at Jennerstown. Bill, what a night. What a night and what a season, Don Gamble. Uh, I don't think... It'll ever be possible to top the 2021 race season. I know we're sure going to try, but Mother Nature was our biggest fan. 19, Don, 19 racing events in the 2021 season. Amazing and, and good racing. And, and last night was sort of like the perfect ending. It was championship night, a really big crowd, and some popular guys won the titles. Yeah, popular guys won the title, some familiar names, some familiar champions, and some first-time champions. And, uh, you know, age is just a number. When you got guys like Barry Audi, who's the all-time winning leader at Jennerstown Speedway, just wins another champion, you know, class act of the field. And then you got a guy like Tom Golick, who's Barry's age, if not older, not knocking on Tom there, uh, winning his first career championship. So really exciting to see that. You had Casey Flegel winning another championship at the Ron's Collision Center Street Stocks. And then you go to the opposite end of the spectrum from Tom and Barry, and you have 15-year-old Will Hemminger winning the inaugural uh, championship in the one-stop auto sale pro stock division. So really excited for those guys. Michael Saylor is your 2021 Somerset Trust Company Fast and Furious champion. And then we had our... Farmers Union Co-op with Cal Burkholder in just his second season winning championships. So we got a little something for everyone from one age of the spectrum to the other, Don. But at the end of the day, what a year. Great points battles. The modified came down to the very end. Uh, Tom Golick came out on top. Anthony Aiello second. And that's how they finished on the racetrack, first and second. So, you know, they always say the cream rises to the top, and we see it week after week. But just an outstanding night of racing, you know. We announced earlier this year, and I think we mentioned on the show, Don, we are going to run six divisions every week at Jennerstown. 
And everyone says, oh, how are you going to run six divisions? Oh, that's too much racing. Oh, it's going to be too late of a night. Well, I think we proved last night, Don, in front of a huge crowd that we started at 6 o'clock and at 9.57 the final checkered flew. So we ran six divisions in a four-hour time period. We intend to do that next year as well. Well, something else, too. A lot of the fans, maybe in addition to good racing, their best part of the night is they get down in the pits and they visit with the drivers, and and the drivers are so good about it. I mean, you guys had to put a new gate down at the at the end of the front straightaway because you couldn't get a couple thousand people through that man gate. And then when I get down there and I'm walking, well, hi, Don, how you doing? You want a bottle of water? You want a beer? You want a sandwich? You want some chicken? I mean, the hospitality of the drivers toward the fans is it's unbelievable. Yeah, it's amazing what we have there at Jennerstown and. You know, championship night, you never know what the weather's going to do. You had a Penn State whiteout football game with 109,000 people were there, not too far from the Speedway. You have all these other sporting events. Championship night sometimes tapers off. you got people with high school sports, kids sports, and a lot going on in life. Well, <laughs> Saturday night was one of the – it was, in fact, the biggest championship night crowd we've seen in seven years. Uh, I'm not going to lie, it kind of caught me off guard with everything going on in the world and things going on and people busy, but – Man, they stuck around, they came down, visited, they celebrated the championship, and it was just a great night, and, you know, what a way to end the season. And if that's not a sign of what things are to come moving into the future, different drivers moving up, other divisions, uh, the one-stop auto sales pro stocks, that division is the division of the future. I think it's going to rival anything there, and it's probably going to be the largest car count next year. So really excited to see that. I was really happy for Jim Bryce because he get, he gets a little bit better every week in second place, knocking at the door. Yeah, and then his teammate Preston Cope, who's a young man, they drive over two and a half hours to come race at Jennerstown and finish in third. So both of them on the podium, great guys. I actually just talked to Jim here about an hour or so ago, and He's ready to start scaling the car and work on it next year. So i got to get the dirt guys out of them just a little bit. They have some little different lingo, and I know Jim listens to the show. And I, Funny story, you know, I asked him, so how much wet you got in the car? And he goes, 200 pounds. I said, what the heck does 200 pounds mean? Give me a percentage. <laughs> so uh, they're smiling. Jim's actually been staying in the pit. They have a camp for him and his wife and just great people. And the, the Cope family there, another great group of people coming over to the asphalt side from dirt and you're going to see more and more of that, Don Gamble. Uh, phone's been ringing off the hook the last three or four weeks. These people looking for chassis, and it's amazing that you know we're looking at cars in Wisconsin for people because that's how many people want to come race next year at Jennerstown. I've been around a long time. I don't think you realize how deep Bryce was into dirt racing. I mean, his one sponsor has a half a dozen cars, dirt cars. Yeah, they're definitely the real deal, and... The fact that uh, Jim started coming attending the races in the stands last year, and he kept reaching out to me. And I remember him from the Motodrome days. We'd hung out when I was racing Modifieds, and I could tell he was serious about, you know, coming back racing. Well, when I announced about this Pro Stock division, he was one of the first ones to jump on board. And next thing you know, they're a two-car team, and <laughs> who knows what's going to happen for next year with those guys. So it's just everybody at Jennerstown. I mean, the bulk of these drivers just, they appreciate what's going on. And, you know, one of the ultimate compliments I'd have to say in the last seven years, at the end of the night, you know, congratulated Barry Audio on his championship. And he goes, look, he goes, I've been coming here my whole life. He's seen a lot of different people come through and run the facility and you know, whatever. And he says, this, what we've done this year just rivals anything. And, you know, hearing words like that from Barry Audi, that's, 
you don't can't get much more of a compliment. So we're excited. I have the most amazing team of 70-plus people that work there every Saturday night, plus all the cleanup crew, the fire department over at Jennerstown, Somerset EMS. I mean, there are so many people to thank. It would take two hours to thank them all, but it is just such a partnership uh, with everybody. I mean, our concession staff, everyone. It, it is a small army to make that happen every week. And you know, when you run 20 events a year, you had 19 race nights plus the monster truck show. That's a hell of a commitment, Don. And I, I'm so proud of what our staff has accomplished. I mean, these kids that are running the concession stand with Leanne Henry, you know, they're 16, 17, 18-year-old kids, and I feel like I could hand them the keys and they could run it. That's how committed they are. So uh, we are very, very fortunate to have the group of people we have along with our three owners. Well, the young lady that comes up to the press box, I mean, she's amazing, very efficient, very thorough, very uh, just a nice person. Well, she was feeding the folks from Pro Disposal, and uh, – Mike Belvia was there with his gang, and there must have been 25 or 30 of them. And she was nonstop. What do you need? Take the order, get down and get it, bring it up. By the time she get back, someone else will say, well, can I get whatever, fill in the blank, and she get down. And uh, she looked like little Red Riding Hood with that basket bringing all the food up. Yeah, that's one of the great amenities we offer at Jennerstown Speedway. If you're uh, renting one of the Vista Suites or the indoor suite there and you know, our great partners over there at Pro Disposal, Mike and the gang and Joe over there at Pro Disposal, you know, they handle all our sanitation needs throughout the season. I mean, they're fantastic to the Speedway. and um, They're great partners we have. So we try to open and extend that opportunity to some of our sponsors. And it's, it's always a great facility. It's a great atmosphere. And, you know, we got a great wait staff that services them. And that way they don't have to miss any of the action waiting in concession lines whenever they can have it delivered right to them. Well, and then last week you had Saferno Well Services there. And what made me think about that, both companies have beautiful trucks that they brought and put on display. From time to time, whoever the marketing partner is, they get like a footprint at the track, whatever their company is. Everybody knows about it by the end of the evening. Well, and that's the attention. You, you hope, and you know, Nate, our announcer, Nate Rigotti, does an amazing job interviewing them and getting, you know, the proper attention needed to the sponsors. And there's the old saying, you know, we support people to support racing. So if they support us, I'm sure it's not going to go out of my way to support them. And you know, my wife and I have already driven hours and a half just to go eat dinner somewhere. And uh, you talk to the manager and you say, hey, the only reason why I'm here is because you sponsor so-and-so's race car. And that's what it needs to be. And people need to make that known that they hear about that stuff at Jennerstown so that these uh, sponsors know they're getting their bang for their buck. When I lived in Monroeville, there was a beer distributor that sponsored a car. And it was a little bit of a ride to get there. And I said, sir, I want to tell you why I'm here. Why? Because you sponsor Car 76 at the races. Oh, well, thank you. That's the only reason I'm yep. here, because there's other beer distributors closer to where I live. And it doesn't... Well, it's not just the racetrack. Like I said, it's the car sponsors and everyone. These drivers can't do this on their own. And they got to have you know marketing partners as well. So... Everybody's got to take care of everybody, and we can all live in harmony here and you know, continue to grow this. And everyone says, oh, what are you going to do with all your free time? Well, let me show you. The free time doesn't <laughs> kick into about uh, maybe late November, December after the banquet and all that. But you know, we're actively working on a 2022 schedule, uh, working on bringing some of the same series back, working on bringing some series back that haven't been there in a while. And it's just it's going to be a great year. And 
if Mother Nature continues to be our biggest fan, I think we're unstoppable. And even if she isn't, we'll work around the raindrops. But, my gosh, I've never seen a year, Don, that it's rained all week long, and Saturdays was the best day of the week. Just unheard of. Well, what the fans don't realize, with the exception of Thanksgiving and Christmas, this goes on for the whole year. You always have something that needs attention. Yeah, it never stops. I mean, like the facility maintenance guys, Denny Morgan and his crew, they'll go and start taking everything down and get the facility winterized because obviously we get some pretty rough winters. Uh, the track will get sealed. It's a whole process. So there's two or three weeks of preparation just for you know the winter events. And then as far as myself, I mean, the paperwork, the bookkeeping, reaching out to all the sponsors. I mean, it is a full-time job all year round. Uh, you know, between the scheduling, I do a lot of grant writing we do in the off season, uh, and it's just, it's a continuous loop. And, you know, this is the first year. I mean, I'm actually sad that the season comes to the end. I think a lot of people are like, oh, we're ready for a break. I think because we went 19 weeks in a row here, uh, it just felt like it's such a big part of everybody's life. I'm not sure I'm ready for a break. So I'll be, I'll be bored here in about two weeks and missing racing. I can give you that. Well, I want to thank you and the owners and your staff for doing a wonderful job. Have we covered everything? Is there anything we need to add? I think we have, Don. I just want to mention, you know, it's been great to be a title sponsor here, wrapping on racing again. Uh, can't wait to continue the relationship into 2022 as you know, we just keep growing our outreach and you know, we're excited for things to come. And once again, thank you to everybody. I, I know the the viewership on the show just keeps growing and growing, and it, it's great to hear everybody and get the text messages on Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday that they listen to the show and just keep everybody posted up to date and can't wait for next year. Well, the guy that won the uh, Super Modified race, he said, thank you. He said, when I get home, I'm going to listen to the show. So, And where does he live? He's pretty far away. Is he in Canada somewhere? He's pretty much in Oswego, New York, and you know yeah. that's one of the ones that I alluded to last week. We are actively engaging, working with the ISMA Super Modified as well as the MSA Series out of Ohio to co-sanction event at a date that really works around their schedule. They just couldn't believe it. Yeah, they had a little lackluster car count, but that has not uh, changed our mind on bringing the Super Mods back next year. So we're actively working on that, and they're, you can tell they're more motivated than ever. And Otto is one of the guys that he says, uh, every race you run here, I'll be here. Not just because he won, just very happy the way he was treated at Jenner's time. I thank you. I'll talk to you next week, and we'll have more news. Sounds great, Don. Thank you. We're up at the Jennerstown Speedway, and we're talking to Mike Belvia from Pro Disposal. Mike, you got a big crowd up here in the press box. Everybody's having a good time. A little bit about your business. I've been in business for 17 years, and uh, started with one truck, grew to 50 trucks, serving eight counties and just and keep on growing. Where's home base? Home base is located in uh, Portage, PA. Have a shop in Johnstown and a shop in State College. We have a lot of listeners. Matter of fact, this show can be heard anywhere in America. So if somebody wanted to get your services, how about a phone number? Uh, phone number is 814-487-7033. Well, Mike, on behalf of uh, all the folks here at Jenner's Time, I hope you're having a good time, and thank you for talking to us. Uh, we're having a great time, and I really appreciate you guys having us. This portion of Rapping on Racing was brought to you by the Jennerstown Speedway Complex, home of the Motor Mountain Masters. For information about upcoming events at Jennerstown Speedway, check out jennerstown.org. 
Tumba's Meat Market is a full-service, old-fashioned butcher shop and meat market. Their stores nestled in the farmlands of western Pennsylvania, where they've been for over 50 years. They hand-select cattle and hogs purchased from local farmers. At Tumba's, they can help you prepare for anything from your own family's dinner to a special graduation party, a company picnic, an anniversary celebration, a wedding reception, or a whole host of other things. They can prepare entrees and have them ready for pickup or delivery in foil chafer pans. Just heat them and eat them. Please call or stop by to find out about putting a package of these ideas together for your special event. The taste and the service are out of this world. Toma's Meat Market, located at 748 Dinner Bell Road in Saxonburg, PA. For additional information, please give them a call at 724 724- 352-2020. That's 724-352-2020. Every day when they open the doors at Zarin Truck and Automotive in South Heights, Pennsylvania, their goal is to provide great customer service by offering affordable automotive and truck repair service performed by highly trained technicians at the highest industry standard. By implementing the latest diagnostic equipment and computerized repair manuals, you can rest assured that your vehicle will be repaired to factory specifications for your specific car or truck. At Zarin Truck and Automotive, they believe in honest repairs and will demonstrate that fully by explaining the repair or service you are receiving, and they'll give you an estimate or quote before work is performed. When you choose Zarin Truck and Automotive in South Heights, Pennsylvania, you are choosing professional automotive repair and maintenance performed by expert automotive technicians. That's Zarin Truck and Automotive in South Heights. And now back to Don Gamble and more Rapping on Racing. Fans, joining us now is Zane Farrell, the driver of the number 14 late model at Jennerstown Speedway. Zane, good evening. How are you? Good, Don. How are you? Good. You've come a long way from being the 2000 Wee track champion at Acme Speedway. That was a couple of years ago. Yeah, I'd say just a couple of years ago now. <laughs> now, you've done the carts, and then you moved up uh, chargers, street stocks, late models. Am I missing anything? Um, we did modifies in 2016 and 2017. Okay. I wasn't aware of that. Yeah, so you've been, you've been in everything, but what I want to talk about is your most recent race at Jennerstown. You finished second to Will Trot by a half a fender. What did that feel like? I mean, you know, another half a fender, you're in victory lane. Um, yeah, we, we finished about, I'd say, yeah, about, that's about right, but um, it was, it was, it stings, you know, it, it does sting, but, um, I mean, we've come a long way from the beginning of the year with this new car, and uh, uh, I, it's a Port City now. Port City, okay, yep. and uh, when you say it's a new car, did you guys get, get it from Port City, or did you get it from someone else? Uh, we got it from somebody else. It's, it, I should say it's new to me. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's got a, it was actually a left-hander. But the guy who had it, he bought it, and he had it for a couple of years, and then he got it uh, clipped by Port City back in 2017 from the on the front clip, and then he got a 2000 and in 2019 he got it clipped in 2000 the rear clip in 2019. But it's 
but it's got all the Fort City technology in it now, so it's basically been, you know, claimed as a Fort City now. So other than the roll cage in the center section, it's all Port City, right? Yep. Yeah. Um, now, correct me if I'm wrong, but I, I understand that for the tires, for the late models, they have uh, management or allocation. How does that work on tires? They give us, a, I think they give us eight sets of, like in our inventory, it gives us eight sets of tires, and we're allowed to buy two a week. You could either buy, you know, lefts or rights or... We usually do rights. Um, kind of past week, we just did lefts, and uh, it kind of you know really worked out for us. Well, now and again, correct me if I'm wrong. I believe Will Trot had four brand new tires. You had two tires. That has to uh, impact the performance a little bit, doesn't it? Especially with that. I mean, I feel like our car has ran really, really, really good on old tires. And we, we there's a couple nights we've ran. You know, we've kind of said to ourselves we're just going to swallow our pride and not put tires on and we'll save what we have and we, you know we might start 10th and we kind of surprise ourselves and we uh finish you know top five you know third or fourth even well it seems like you're in the top five almost every week uh yeah we really we've really found a lot of speed these past this, this last uh almost two months here um it really ever since our uh, ever since the july 4th race at uh at the track you know, at jennerstown uh, July fourth of July fourth race, we were running really, really good, and in, uh, in that hundred lapper, and we had an unfortunate, an unfortunate issue with uh, about ten laps to go, and it prevented us from having a good finish. You know, we, you know, made them. We had to make a pit stop uh, halfway through the race because I have a small, I have a small fuel tank, and I didn't think we, you know, we were back and forth. Well, let's try it and let's let's fill it up and see if we can go the whole way. Well, let's do it this way. Let's just do that. And, you know, and we ultimately agreed on Saturday. That Saturday, like, well, we'll go until the first caution after lap like thirty, and then we'll go and uh, we'll come in and take you. We'll top off on fuel and go back out and just see what we can do is a, a, a good finish, you know. And we did that, and I think the first caution came out on lap fifty, and we came out. We came by. We come back. We come in. Pit, we took took the fuel. We went back out. You know, fifteenth. We drove up to fifth. And we were closing in on fourth, and it ended. Unfortunately, the um, upper ball joint busted on the top, on the right front, and it, we got we kept it off the wall, but got it back into uh, the pits, and unfortunately, ended our night. When you have to make a decision like tires and fuel, Dad's your crew chief, right? Yeah, he helps me out. He, he's <laughs> he's uh, my tire. He's pretty. He's really good at the tire stuff. Um, been we've been really working hard this year on on the car and stuff. Um, yeah, me and Bill, me and Billy have been we've been pretty close these past couple past couple of years with uh, the late model stuff, and he's been such a huge help to me um, ever since we got into these late models. You know, and I try I trust him a lot on a lot of the stuff that we do in the car, and you know he's he's a really really smart guy. I, I can't thank him enough for what he's done for me this year, and even with this car and the old car, you know, we really we really turned a lot ahead past couple of weeks. We don't have the how should I say the latest and greatest, but you know we got enough to compete, and it's it's really showing. Fans, we're talking to Zane Farrell, the driver of the number fourteen super late model at Jennerstown Speedway. I think the biggest adjustment uh, that I see watching your team is when you went from pink to a new 
color scheme because uh, I'm prejudiced. I raced with your grandpap, number 14, the pink lady. What transpired or what uh, brought about the change? And is grandpap mad at you? No, he wasn't. He wasn't really upset, but he was. It was cool to do it for the first couple of years, and uh, something that I've always wanted to do because that was kind of the the new thing to do in any racing, any any form of racing was the throwback stuff. So we did it the first year in late models just to. Just because I, I thought it was a, it was a cool trend, we jumped on it, and um, and we kind we kind of kept it the same the following year. We just changed a few colors around here and there, but uh, we kept the base the base of the base scheme that, uh, set. But uh, then twenty twenty, I kind of went a different direction because I was I was uh, time to I like I told my mom and dad I said it was time to paint my own image, you know. Who does your rap? Uh, I actually have a friend of mine that owns a design company. He just started it uh, this year. He, um, I used to race with him. His name is Brandon Newhouse. He has uh, Newhouse uh, uh, Racing Designs, YRD for short. Um, he's been, he uh, actually, we talked about it because we played a lot of iRacing over the winter, and we kind of talked about, you know, hey, let's, uh, let's design a scheme for the late model. You know, it's a new car. You're going to... You know, I can, I'll make a design and, you know, I won't, you know, I kind of got together on that and we made, we clashed on that and just talked over the, over the computer and whatnot. And, uh, we sent it to the guard decal guy, this guy who prints it for us and he printed it out and it turned out, you know, like it would on, like it did on the rendering we had of it. It's beautiful. They do nice work. Very nice. Let's take a minute before we get to a break and mention your crew. And your sponsor? Uh, yeah, my crew. I, I like. I could really say I like to thank a lot of it. Everybody who helps me out every week. You know, it it means a lot because we went from we went from really just being me and my dad and my grandfather. My grandfather getting old. He's kind of older. He's taking kind of a. He's kind of just you know letting us like he has, he like he told me he jokes with me. He goes, this stuff's too too much technology for me. And um, yeah, yeah, I'd like to thank uh, like you know Billy Rebar. He he really helps me out. Like I said, a ton on my car. And he uh, with we we all get together. Me, him, and my dad. With his dad too, Big, uh, Bill Senior. And we just uh, we have a good time. It's 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 so much fun going to going to work on the car. And this year, how I should say, it really reinvigorating my you know the passion for race. Just all the stuff we got this past. We you know the upgrades we made over the winter with the new car and this and that. You know we um, it really put the fun back into racing and us going out there and really running strong and finishing top three top five it, it means a lot i can't thank him you know billy and uh his dad and you know, his wife and his kids you know they're great they you know his kids love it you know and i love it because they they love going to the racetrack seeing us do good and stuff um i can't thank my mom and dad enough my girl my fiance lacy you know she she supports me every week and she loves the, she loves one of the racetrack and uh wants us just wants me to do good and then i like thank my you know my sister my brother-in-law too he they 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 try to come when they can i know their lives are busy he works saturdays but he tries to come as much as he can my sister and you know, she'll come up and she'll support us no matter what um you know all my sponsors you know i have uh i'd like to thank you know like r&r tree service lns machine company Grande builders former's union co-op uh, yrd design linda brown's floral highlands heating and air kimberly contracting service uh, 
Martinelli's Auto Service. You know, they they all been wonderful partners with us this year, and I can't wait to see what 2022 brings for us. Well, I'm good. Before we wrap this up, I'd like to make a prediction. I think you might be able to pick up your first win. There's not a lot of nights left, but I'll have, keep my fingers crossed that you'll be in victory lane. What do you think of that? It'll actually be our second win, but I hope we get our first win of the year this year sometime with these next two nights. Well, that sounds good. I want to thank you for being with us. Uh, any closing thoughts? Anything you'd like to add? Uh, yeah, thanks, Don, for always having me on your show. I always love coming on here. I, I wanted to come on a little bit earlier this year, and I kind of slipped my mind, you know. Well, sometimes you get busy, and having a race car keeps you busy. But I want to thank you for being with us, and good luck for the remaining races. Number One Cochrane has created a new way, a faster way, an easier way to buy a car. Now you can complete as much of the process as you'd like online and spend less time in store. Or do it all online and get home delivery. Expressway is way easy to use. Just shop our nearly 20 new car brands and thousands of pre-owned vehicles to find the model that's perfect for you. We're big on transparency, so you get our best possible price up front. We call it our clear-cut price, and it's independently validated by Kelly Blue Book right on your screen. Our experts are standing by to help you throughout the entire buying process. You can also stop at any time, save where you are, and come to the showroom to pick up where you left off. Don't love your new vehicle? Don't worry, we'll take it back, no questions asked. Best of all, Expressway is open 24-7. That means you can buy your way with Expressway right away. Number one, Cochrane. See it all at Cochrane.com. Are you in need of financial planning or portfolio review? Rick Sabo of RPS Financial Solutions is an independent financial planner who has testified as an expert witness on insurance and investment fraud. He helps people who are concerned about their portfolio or with other financial matters. His services include investments, pension, and 401k rollovers, estate planning, life insurance, and long-term care alternatives. As a registered IRS tax preparer, he can assist retirees with the completion of property tax rebate forms and other government tax reduction programs at no charge. Mr. Sabo does not charge a fee to meet with potential clients for a fact find. His office is located at 5061 Route 8, Gibsonia, PA. If you are in need of any of the services that he provides, Give him a call at 724-443-5720. That's 724-443-5720. Or email him at rick.sabo at jwcemail.com. Securities offered through J.W. Cole Financial Incorporated, member of FINRA SIPC. Advisory services offered through J.W. Cole Advisors Incorporated, neither J.W. Cole Advisors Incorporated or J.W. Cole Financial Incorporated, nor its representatives provide legal, tax preparation, or accounting advice. Persons who provide such advice do so in a capacity other than as a registered representative of J.W.C.A. J.W.C. RPS Financial Solutions and J.W.C. J.W.C.A. are unaffiliated entities. Located in beautiful Somerset County in western Pennsylvania's picturesque Laurel Highlands, the Jennerstown Speedway Complex hosts exciting Saturday night racing from May to September. 
Come see daring drivers competed late models, modifieds, pro stocks, street stocks, chargers, and the fast and furious fours. Special events include the Motor Mountain Masters, NASCAR Whalen Modifieds, ISMA sanctioned Super Modifieds, the Super Cup Stock Car Series, and Enduro races. The Jennerstown Speedway Complex takes great pride in providing fun, affordable family entertainment. The 6 p.m. start time allows the younger fans the opportunity to enjoy the entire show, including at the completion of each weekly event. Everyone in attendance is invited into the pits to meet the drivers and see the cars up close. Spend your Saturday nights in Somerset County at the Jennerstown Speedway Complex. And now, more Rapid on Racing with Don Gamble and Dave Oliveri. We're talking with A.J. Flick, 2021 Sprint Car Champion at Larnerville Speedway. A.J., number five, has a good ring to it. But in a year that, is, I wouldn't say it would be your normal A.J. Flick year. And, and again, a lot of times when you win a championship, it's not the number of wins that you have. It's the consistency. And you've had that throughout the whole year. But this division here at Larnerville is very competitive. And you had one night where you scored like no points. And that just was about was maybe six weeks ago. And it just puts you back all the way till tonight. Yeah, I can't say it any better than you just said it. Um, I'll just try and give you a brief rundown of how our season went. I mean, we started off fantastic. Uh, the only person who might have been beating us at points would have been Cy. Um, but uh, we had a race car that we had been really consistent with here. And I ended up destroying it at Tri-City early in the year after we had a couple seconds and thirds here. No wins, but we were up front all the time. Good heat race finishes. Won a Tri-City with it. And then all of a sudden we started to, uh, I were not started to, but I wrecked it at Tri-City. So I bent it. I couldn't use it. I put, a, I put another car together that we had been running at Port Royal. And for some reason, I just couldn't get it around this place. All of a sudden, uh, our heat race finishes dropped. Our feature finishes dropped. I couldn't maneuver the car anywhere. I just couldn't get it into corners. I couldn't get it to come off corners. It was just a mess. And, I mean, we struggled with it all year long. And uh, we still had some opportunities to run up front. But either I was pushing too hard with a car that didn't work and I made a mistake. I was running second one night. Uh, spun out over the turn three and four. And we ended up going to the back. I was only able to get back up to seventh on that. That cost us a ton of points there. And then a little bit later in the year, just a bad pill draw, we go in turn one and... Uh, Clay Riney spins out in front of us, takes us out, rips the whole rear end out of the car. And, um, of course, that's a night where they have enough cars that we have to run a B-Main, and we don't get the opportunity to make it out for it because we were, like, third feature that night. So uh, it was just one of those unfortunate circumstances, and we were ahead in points for a pretty good margin at that point. And then after the wreck and the night the track was real rough and real hammered down, we had horrible pill draws all night long and just couldn't pass any race cars. And we just got killed on points all those nights. And, um it was early mid-August probably yeah what is it it's September yeah it was about mid-August um, when all these races were coming up and they had the extra Palooza roofing 4,000 a wind show and I said if we want any shot to try and win a race here I gotta I gotta change cars so uh, we rushed the Port Royal car then no I I fixed the car that we wrecked earlier in the year I wasn't gonna bring the Port Royal car out here knowing what kind of big shows we had to run out there still but uh, we fixed the car that we had wrecked at Tri-City earlier um, we finally got it taken care of the way it should have. Ended up costing us a couple hundred bucks, but to be honest, we should have done it sooner. And the last two weeks we've ran that car, 
we uh, were a second to side, but we actually competed for the win. And then tonight, I don't think we were good enough to compete for the win, but we led some laps, got a heat race win, which those two points really helped us over Mattis. And then uh, we were third again tonight, which gave us just enough points to beat him by one in the championship. AJ, just you ask, I ask everybody this, and anybody that's been involved in racing, would you rather be the hunted or the hunter? I mean, you'd, you'd probably rather be the hunted because it means you're winning. But, uh, I mean, I, I, I've been wanting to win races all year long, and we just haven't been able to get it done. And uh, I have a goal for myself every single year to at least get a minimum of five. And we, we sat on zero wins for a long time, and we have a ton of seconds and a ton of thirds all over the place. But uh, I finally was able to get on a roll in the mid middle of the season with a two Tri-City wins, um, a Thunder Mountain win. But for some reason, even though Lernerville's usually been one of our better tracks, I just can't get it done here. And I don't know why. Uh, I don't think it's anything Lernerville does with the clay or surface or anything. It's just for some reason I, I'm not making the cars work like I need to here. Um, but to be fair, if I would have put this car back together sooner and got it fixed the right way, I might have been able to spend more of the year fine-tuning it instead of now where I feel like I'm in a bit of a catch-up mode. Um, we've been quick in certain locations. We're still a pretty consistent car when you really look at the big picture, uh, but we're definitely hunting right now because we are not the best car in Western PA by far. Yeah, sometimes you, you outthink yourself sometime, and you know, even with the damaged car, like you said, that's your bread and butter, something that you're used to when you make a change. Well, AJ... We just we want to let you get going. It's late here, and uh, we, again, congratulations, and it's hard to believe you haven't been doing it this long. We had five track championships at Lernerville Speedway. Congratulations, my friend. Thank you very much. It's a special thing. Um, I just want to make sure that uh, I give a shout-out to all my good partners, um, Red Robin Gourmet Burgers, Fence by Maintenance Service, Ferguson Heating and Air Conditioning, Trinaga Construction, uh, Molly Piston, Stanford's Glass Service, JD Byrider. We've got a lot of really good partners that have stuck through us in very difficult times uh, with COVID and everything that's been going on the past couple years. So I couldn't be more thankful for them and uh, what my father and my mother sacrificed to help me and support me in racing. Um, it's, it's all my money, it's all my funds, but time is the most valuable item out there and for them to still be this involved and continue to support me uh, along with my girlfriend all the crew guys that we have it really does mean a lot it's been a trying year the past two years have been a trying year but it's nice to see that uh, not only we could clutch up and bring home a fifth championship but just to see all the fans all the drivers 24 cars tonight all the media that's out here um, it's Life isn't back to normal, but it sure makes it feel like it when you're here at a racetrack. Again, congratulations on championship number five and what the rest of the year brings to you. Thank you, guys. Appreciate being on. Toma's Meat Market is a full-service, old-fashioned butcher shop and meat market. Their stores nestled in the farmlands of western Pennsylvania, where they've been for over 50 years. They hand-select cattle and hogs purchased from local farmers. At Toma's, they can help you prepare for anything from your own family's dinner to a special graduation party, a company picnic, an anniversary celebration, a wedding reception, or a whole host of other things. They can prepare entrees and have them ready for pickup or delivery in foil chafer pans. Just heat them and eat them. Please call or stop by to find out about putting a package of these ideas together for your special event. The taste and the service are out of this world. Toma's Meat Market, located at 748 Dinner Bell Road in Saxonburg, PA. For additional information, please give them a call at 
724-352-2020. That's 724-352-2020. Joining us is Colton Flinner. And Colton, it's nice to say Colton Flinner, Lernerville 2021 Track Championship. Has a good ring to it. It does sound pretty good to win a championship here with the names that have won here in years past. And growing up watching people win championships here, to add my name to the list is a really good feeling. You know, it's nice to have that Flinner name back on the in a championship. I mean, your Uncle John's won, like what, like, 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 what five championships. And, you know, last year you were in the hunt. Uh, we, the things transpired that maybe you would have two now, but we'll put that behind you. And I know that was a big motivation for you this year to come back and win this. When we talked a few weeks back, you said you were just going to lay that's how things happen and fortunately for you tonight that uh, you had a, a cushion coming in that you already had, had it locked up because leading the race you got a flat tire and you know as a leader you don't expect that to happen and you didn't get a chance to get back out but you know you still won the championship again you've won a couple great late model championships down in Pittsburgh but you know, to have this first one and I know when we talked you said it was this one was not so much for you. It was for your dad and for John Johnson. Yeah, to win a championship for them, I know that means a lot to John and my dad, and especially John. He's been he wanted us to win the one last year, and it just wasn't meant to be last year. And to come back, I had a lot more motivation to get it done this year, and for John. So hopefully next year we can travel a lot more and be able to race the bigger paying races. So I really wanted to get the championship done and won this year, and I'm happy I got to win it. I, I can appreciate that because, you know, as a car owner, we chased, you know, multiple track championships one year, and it kind of really throws a monkey wrench into your life. You know, you're committed to that particular track you want to run to any particular night, whether it's a Lernerville on Friday night or a Sharon on Saturday or a Port Royal, and it, it makes it tough. And when, I mean, I know there were some drivers here tonight that, you know, they were higher paying races, and, you know, it's nice to travel a little bit closer to home, but when there's some money out there that's, you know, three to 5000 that's what's paying the bills now, not the local weekly racing, unfortunately. Yeah, that's for sure. I mean, the racing is getting really expensive, and we got to go where we know we have a shot to win and a shot to do good and what pay, pays the bills to keep me going week after week. And there tonight, we could have went to Erie's for five, Dog Holler for three, or come here and we had to come here to get the championship wrapped up and uh, show my appreciation for Lernerville and everything they do and hopefully next year we can travel a lot more to these bigger paying races and hopefully we can have a lot of success. Oh that's true and again I think now that you got that proverbial I don't want to say a monkey off the back but you got that track championship and it means a lot to people and, and some people that I can only afford to race locally. This is the place you want to be to a Friday night. But, you know, you're, John Johnson allots you, you an opportunity to go out and travel a little bit. And Evie this year, you know, was still with some COVID restrictions and in the wildest dreams, would you ever think we would have a tire shortage? It's just something that's just unfathomable. But uh, just to wrap things up, we, we know your dad's a big part of everything that you do, and we, you've already acknowledged him and John Johnson, but you got some great marketing partners, Colton. Let's talk about them. Yeah, I got to thank uh, Jake Brake Custom. I got hooked up with him this year. He does all my powder coating work, and 
he's I could bring him something on a Monday and tell him I desperately need it by Thursday and he gets the job done for me so I can't appreciate say thank you enough to him all-american framers river salvage tindy enterprise tim toma toma meat market uh aw Beatty career center cornet racing engines jason durham uh davenport's crew chief he helps me tremendously uh just a bunch of people that just continue to support me my mom fiance uh baby uh sister everybody and especially john i mean he's given me the opportunity of a lifetime and I could never repay that man enough for everything he's given me in the last three years and everything we keep building and what we have planned for next year. Well, that, again, this is probably just a, a small way of repaying him. I know that's something he he wanted and you've accomplished that. So, again, you know, for myself and Don at Rapid Oration, congratulations on your track championship here at Lernerville Speedway, Colton. Thank you. I really appreciate it. And now more Rappin' on Racing with your host Don Gamble and Jim Zufall. Saturday night at Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, Motor Speedway, big seven division show, and we got all seven divisions in. A lot, big night of racing. Uh, a couple of nasty accidents, too, that put us under red flag conditions, but we got the entire show in by right around 11 o'clock, so not bad at all. First up. On the uh, show was the Rush Dirt Late Models. That's our Rorick Automotive Rush Dirt Late Models. And a couple of travelers that come in from out of town from time to time, Joe Martin and Garrett Powell, were in the house. Garrett Paw, I should say, Garrett, wound up winning the race, and he talked about his win and victory lane. Garrett Paul, ladies and gentlemen, out of Elkins, West Virginia. Somewhere, Garrett, I have a picture of you and I doing this. I think it was might have been your first win here. You told Tyler Harris uh, earlier tonight that you needed to be here. You're tuning up for the, the Bill Hendren Memorial on our Pittsburgher weekend. And when the 03 car shows up here at Pittsburgh, you're always a threat. Yeah, we, uh, we were pretty good tonight. We tried some new stuff. You know, we've only been up here twice this year for the touring races and... Uh, well, we were we were good early, but then in feature time we were just lacking a little bit. I mean, we're we're running the same stuff that we have been three years now, so uh, so it's time to try some new stuff. And we tried a little bit, and the car was exceptionally better tonight than it's, it has been. And uh, I hate I hate that for Joe. He got behind that uh, lap car, and the air got off of his nose, and it shoved him made him shove real high. But uh, our car was really good, and it's just it's whoever got out front in the clean air was doing good and uh sometimes it's better to be second and whenever you're in lap traffic than it is to be the leader but uh you know i enjoy racing with him we race door to door never touch and uh you know he's a good racer and and uh i think we're headed in the right direction for the bill Hendren race yeah i could reach in my pocket and show you my notes i had joe martin's information with me because it was his race to win starting on the pole flag to flag lap traffic comes into play and you take advantage of it elkins ain't exactly around the corner uh it, worthwhile trip for you but it's probably the time on the track even more so than the victory right yeah we had a really good car last year or last two years actually but uh i'm pretty sure they put some dirt on the track from what i saw on facebook over the winter and it just it threw me for a little bit of a curveball but uh you know i can't thank my crew enough for helping me and uh, mark richards for helping me get uh try a few things and uh you know, I can't thank all the fans for coming out tonight and hope you all come out to support the Pittsburgher weekend both, both days. But uh, I couldn't do it without my parents, first and foremost, and my crew, uh, Brian and Gerald. You know, James couldn't come. Clyde couldn't come. Uh, my girlfriend for supporting me. She had to work tonight, so she couldn't make it. 
but uh, I want to thank uh, Roy's RV Supercenter, uh, Talbot Funeral Home, Mike Talbot, uh, Brian Roman's Roman's Trucking Excavating, um, Rocket Chassis, and uh, Miller's Modification Station, and everybody else who helps me. Garrett Paul, you were a winner in the Rorick Automotive Rush. Joe Martin settled for second. Daryl Charlier, Philip Bubeck, Tim Schaefer, Cassidy Kamaker, Cole Patrell, Zach Crawford, Tom DeRatz, and Dave Goble make up your top ten. Garrett Powell, of course, getting ready for the Pittsburgh 100 weekend. The heats were taken by Nico DeBecco and Christian Schneider, and that's the Rorick Automotive Rush Dirt Late Models. In the Rush Wingless Sprints, uh, we had the Wingless Sprints from the Rush Series as well as the Sportsman Modifieds and a couple of heat races. We had a good number of cars, I think 12 or 13 of them, came to the Speedway for the Rush Wingless Sprint Car Show. Chad Ruhlman in the 68 finished uh, his heat race, uh, winning his heat race, I should say. John Mollick won, won heat race number two, and when it was all said and done, the 43JR of Blaze Myers wound up standing in victory lane. Gail Ruth Jr. coming in second, then Chad Rollman, Jared Larson, Zach Morrow making up your top five. Six through ten were Tyler Newhart, John Mollick, Nolan Groves, Brian Cressley, and Jordan Hamilton. The Rush Sportsman modified seventh appearance of nine on the schedule this year and so far we've gotten them all in i do believe Chaz wolbert winds up with the victory justin shea picked up the heat race win he's got three victories already this year at ppms but it was Chaz wolbert picking up the victory on saturday night and uh, we joke with Chaz wolbert every time we see him about his mullet but uh, what happened to Chaz? and uh, you'll hear in the interview Chaz Wolbert won because Tony Tattenhurst uh, blew an engine. Tattenhurst and Wolbert were putting on quite the show, and it looked like Tattenhurst was going to pull away, and all of a sudden he got slow, and then the smoke uh, just filled the air, and he blew up. And unfortunately, Chaz Wolbert took the win, but not the way he wanted it to, and he talked about uh, what happened to Tony in victory lane. So another another 10 horsepower to the mullet, but how bad do you feel for Tony? Uh, you know what, uh, Tony's one of my best friends, and I uh, I just heard he, he mo- his motor blew up, so uh, not good for him. Uh, he was gone. He was checked out with it pretty good. I was trying to reel him in, go where he wasn't, and uh, it's just unfortunate, and that's the thing we get running these big tracks with these uh, crate motors, trying to get everything we can out of them. Listening to Tyler upstairs, I think I think he thought everything we did, too. Boy, Chaz is really getting fast. Turns out Tony was really getting slow, unfortunately. Well, they always run the best before they go, but that's just an unfortunate thing for him. So uh, looks like we'll be helping him change the motor this week. This is the great part of it. Everybody's friends, everybody's fierce competitors on the track, but the rest of the time you're all friends. Talk about who helps you out. Uh, first off, i got to thank God because without him, uh, this is nothing. Uh, my wife, my little guy, my dad, uh, my buddy JC, all my crew here tonight, uh, all the sponsors on the car, Uncle Rusty. Uh, I want to give this one to my grandpa. He's uh, still recovering up in uh, Cleveland Clinic, so if you guys can stay, uh, some prayers for Charles Sr. Uh, he had an operation today and everything went good, so God is good there. And, uh, you know, I thank you, Pittsburgh and Rush, for having us here. We, uh, we love this track, and thank you guys for everything. You guys have two more trips here. We hope we can get a better car count the next couple of times, I think next week, and then again on October 9th after the Pittsburgher. Once again, from Warren, Ohio, coming all the way down and making it, making it worthwhile. Chaz Wolbert. Heat race winner Justin Shea came across second, then Chelsea Krekich, Tony Tattenhurst, as we said, blew up. Jacob Jordan and Cole Edwards rounding out the field. 
J.C. Boyer, Jordan Ehrenberg, and Greg Porter unable to start the feature. In the hobby stocks, it is the priority equipment rental hobby stocks here at Pittsburgh's Pennsylvania Motor Speedway. I'll say it, and I'll keep saying it. It is the most exciting division we have here at the Speedway, and Saturday night was no different. It's Cody Catellis and Matt Bernard. Bernard, the former guest on Rapid on Racing, uh, absolutely looking for that first win. He almost had it. They got in the lap traffic on the 15th and final lap coming across the start-finish line with a .008 second margin of difference. You can't even blink your eyes that quick. As Cody Catellis takes the win in the 1K car, Matt Bernard settles for second, still looking for that first victory. Point leader Frank McGill in the 05, he crossed third, then Chloe Jones and Gary Catellis in the 64K hobby stock, finishing fifth. Caleb McManus, Jonathan Catellis, Devin Jones, Tony McGill, and Ben Anton, driving his father's number 64, came in tenth. In our Penn Ohio Pro Stocks. It was Nick Kachuba taking another victory on the season. Kachuba, your point leader. Brian Hutchko, second in points and second in the race on Saturday night as well. Then it was Noah Brunel once again driving the 18 car owned by Mike Harris. Jordan Perkins in the 13J car and Jackson Billick rounded out your top five. Brian Hutchko picked up the heat race win. In the four-cylinder feature, that's Crawford Auto Repair four-cylinders. Uh, they ran a feature race only because of time constraints. And once again, has it been nearly every week, Bill Tennant winds up in victory lane, although he says he may have to sleep on the couch because he won over second-place finisher his wife, April Tennant, in the 2B. Hemi Kiniston, two-time winner already this season, finished third, then Kyle Janis. Eric Reynolds and Lucas Weaver finishing up the top six in the four cylinders crawford auto repair four cylinders and in the always safe traffic control young guns it was travis clark picking up the victory next week this coming saturday i should say we have a very special tribute to kyle stramaski who of course we lost here just a few weeks ago in a tragic accident uh we have chosen to hold off any ceremony or dedication for kyle until this coming saturday because it is scout night there is a big uh, Boy Scouts of America program going on on Saturday night where we're cooperating with the Laurel Highlands Council of BSA, and we just thought it best that since Kyle Stramaski is a third-generation Eagle Scout that we would hold off anything until then. So we're going to have a special presentation for Kyle. Again, all Scouts in uniform can come and get in for free. All their adult leaders and parents can come in with a $2 discount, and uh, we're looking for a, a really good night. Six divisions of racing, including the Rush Sportsman Modifieds again, along with our regular five divisions. For Rapid on Racing, this is Jim Zufall. Since 1974, Environmental Air Incorporated has provided quality sheet metal and HVAC services in the greater Pittsburgh area. They're a commercial sheet metal contractor. Founded in 1974 by Glade Neal, Environmental Air is a family-owned union sheet metal company currently managed by Paul and Craig Neal. The people of Environmental Air are both a team and a family. They believe customer service is important. They value their employees and know that together they can have a meaningful impact on each project or service they provide. Residential service is not available due to the magnitude of their commercial work. 47 years of excellent customer service is the foundation of this successful company. Environmental Air is located at 1100 McCartney Street, Pittsburgh, PA 15220. 
For additional information, call 412-922-8988. Saturday night, racing entertainment. That's what you'll get every week at Pittsburgh's Pennsylvania Motor Speedway. The 2021 schedule is jam-packed with racing action. It all starts with our five weekly divisions. The Rorick Automotive Rush Dirt Late Models. The Admar Penn Ohio Pro Stocks. The Priority Equipment Rental Hobby Stocks. The Always Safe Traffic Control Young Guns. And the Crawford Auto Repair Four Cylinders. Throughout the season, PPMS hosts several racing series, adding to the racing action. The Rush Dirt Late Model Touring Series. The Falcone Moon Township Automotive 410 Sprint Summer Series. The Rush Sportsman Modifieds. The Buckeye Outlaw Sprint Series. The Rush Wingless Sprint. Thunder on the Dirt, Vintage Modifieds, and the Lucas Oil Late Model Dirt Series. Special events include the Herb Scott Memorial, the Red Miley Rumble, the Jook George Steel City Classic, and the 33rd Annual Pittsburgher 100. Stay up to date with all the news from Pittsburgh's Pennsylvania Motor Speedway at ppms.com. On Facebook, it's Pittsburgh's Pennsylvania Motor Speedway, and on Twitter, it's at PA Motor Speedway. To believe, you know, he always got an extra pack of cigarettes rolled up in his t shirt sleeve. He got a tattoo on his arm, I said, Baby, he got another one that just say, Hey, whatever Sunday afternoon he is a dirt track demon in a 57 Chevrolet. All right, fans, up next is Stephen Sheltman. Stephen, good evening. How are you? Good, Don. How are you? I'm good. Now, we're doing this interview while you're down at Bristol, and uh, you had explained to me before we went on the air, since you're out of the points, you were going to take a little time and smell the roses, and it seems like you uh, made a good choice. Yeah, it was a good choice. Uh, beginning of the year, I knew I wasn't going to be able to make a run for the points with uh, the military obligations, but I had my dad run my car for me a couple weeks, and having... I think this was my fifth win this year. With it being a little bit of an off year with some troubles and stuff, I'm just really thankful to be able to still pull off five wins. Let's talk about your commitment with the military. Uh, what specifically does that involve for you? Uh, it's the reserve. So I do the one weekend a month and two or three weeks a year. Uh, I'm in the horizontal construction for Army Reserves, and I got about... Uh, about two years left. That's wonderful. I thank you for your service. Thank you. you mentioned you're in disbelief for the most prestigious win of your racing career. Let's talk about that. You won the Josh Langer Memorial for a man that was loved by everyone at the track. Yeah, it was uh, it was a very emotional win just to be able to win the first Josh Langer Memorial was an honor. And I just want to thank his family for letting us be able to run a race in his name. I'm sure that was a pretty uh, emotional victory. And then you also acknowledged your good friend, Kyle Stramanski, who we lost way too soon. Yeah, it, it still hurts to this day. I mean, you just look at pictures of him even on days after the win and everything it's just you just look at it and you just don't want to believe that it's real i mean he was he was an awesome awesome kid an awesome friend and i mean they've there's been a couple truck meets as memorials to him and 
when you go there, it kind of just takes you back seeing hundreds and hundreds of trucks there. Just just shows you how how he was liked by everybody, whether it was people in the racing community or his his personal community or people he worked with. He was just he was a great kid. Well, and his involvement in racing, he was uh, worked with Smokey as pit steward at Lernerville for a couple of years, and he was very good at what he did. A couple of nights, Smokey couldn't be there, and he handled it. <clears throat> yeah, he, he was. Uh, even though it's a shame he's only twenty-two, but for his age, he you couldn't you couldn't tell he was twenty-two because he acted like a full-grown adult, and he took responsibility and he would run with it. Did I hear in your Victory Lane interview that you had? Eight sets of tires for the race? Uh, yeah, the, my, uh, well, part of that was because my dad uh, had a little incident with his car, and we just decided to, uh, instead of throwing it back together and getting it out there for the last couple weeks, we had the discussion of just uh, taking the time and building it right from scratch instead of just throwing it together. So I got to use a use all his tires, use my tires, and then my one sponsor, Bobbio Hamitsky, he uh, he asked me what I needed for this race to be able to win, and I said, I brand new set of tires would help, so he bought me eight rims and eight tires and said, uh, I don't care what it takes, you, I want you to go win this. So I had probably 30, about 34, 36 tires, half of them were brand new, some of them were used, and uh, AJ's crewman, Shane Connolly came up to my shop two nights before the race, and we were sizing them all up, getting them all ready, and just made it really convenient to where if I had to make a, a change, I had basically every size I could imagine. Well, you mentioned also about stagger, and a lot of uh, a lot of the listeners don't know what that means, but give them the short version of what tire stagger means for you. Uh, basically for the hobby stocks, I mean, we don't run probably as an aggressive stagger different as a pro stock, but staggered be the right side tires bigger than the left side. So like, for instance, my car, I was running stagger in the race and, and qualifying and all that. And it wasn't enough. And I've made the right front tire a quarter inch bigger. And that just made my car cool quarter inch bigger more than the left side and it just made it turn in and freed it up and a quarter inch of stagger in the front and a pound of air is basically the only thing i changed all night long and it woke my car up fans if you're just joining us we're talking to Stephen shelpman the winner of the josh langer memorial uh not only was it pretty prestigious but the uh the paycheck was pretty nice yeah it was that was awesome. Uh, it was uh, $1,111, which that's $111 more than the race was last year. And uh, if, as long as Vince Laboon stays involved, I know the purse is probably going to keep growing year to year because it goes to show with the uh, Vince Le- or the Ed Laboon Memorial and all the races that he's involved in, they start out big and they get even bigger every year. So I just want to thank him for his involvement in this race also. Vince Laboon is a natural promoter. Everything he touches is successful. And you guys, as well as the ones that run his dad's memorial race, are very lucky to have him involved. 
Now, you said that uh, this is the main piece of the puzzle, and you wanted to thank all your sponsors. Why don't you do that now? Uh, as far as sponsors go, I have a whole bunch of them. I have, uh, first and foremost, my dad and his cousin Donald Sheltman at Keystone Coach Works. They let me leave the car there and work on it, and I couldn't do it without their support. Uh, Braun Ability, Wedgeco Welding, Hurley Builders. Uh, I'm not sure if I said Braun Ability, but I have to thank them too. Uh, Kristen Rackley at Remax. Mark Rackley and Frank Singleton at South Park Used Cars, Bobby and Jane Hamitsky, uh, my grandparents, uh, Jim Donahue, uh, let's see what else, and last but certainly not, well, AJ Poljack, uh, Adam Kostanek, but last but certainly not least is Greg Beach at Anarchy Customs, because if it wasn't for him, I wouldn't probably be nearly as fast as I am, because he just, he took the time to helped me learn things that I never thought you could make a car do, certain changes and stuff like that, and he, he's just turned into a great friend. How about the people that make sure you eat good? Uh, oh, yeah, Cheplick uh, Packing and Jefferson Hills Lawn Equipment. Uh, we kind of got hooked up with them because we're close friends with the Antons, and Ben's girlfriend, Hannah, her dad owns Cheplick uh, Meat Packing in Finleyville, and I tell you what, I, the thing about Jason is that he treated me like one of his own from day one. And uh, his meat is, I'm not saying it just because he's a sponsor, but his meat is so good that I told him, I said, you know, ever ever since then, uh, I can't go out to dinner and order a steak anywhere and pay as much as I do for a steak out because it feels like I'm eating subpar meat compared to everything he does. That's a pretty nice testimonial to your sponsor there. Um also, uh, we should mention Ashley Moyer and Debbie G. Photography. They made sure that anybody that needed a picture of you in Victory Lane, and I like the one where you're standing up on uh, top of the car. Pretty nice photographs there. Um, and all this happened on the 20th anniversary of 9-11, which made it even more significant. That was honestly the best part between winning for everyone that's fought and died for this country, uh, the remembrance of September 11 and the significance that it means to everybody in our country. And between that and Josh and Kyle, that's honestly all I wanted to win the race for. I mean, like everyone probably was thinking, you know, the money was nice, but the money comes and goes and in racing, the memories is what's the most important. And the memories I made that, on that Saturday night, I had all my family there with me, and it's just something I'll never forget. Well, we want to thank you for being with us this evening. I hope your trip to Bristol is a good one. Have we covered everything? I think that's about it. I just wanted to also thank the Miley family for sticking through everything that they do for us to keep the track open, because if it wasn't for them, uh, I don't know where a lot of us would be racing. So I just wanted to thank all the Miley's as well. They do a, a good job, and it's nice to have the drivers share their appreciation for what's going on there. Well, you have a nice evening, and good luck uh, with the rest of the season. Thank you, Don. This portion of tonight's program is brought to you by Environmental Air Incorporated. And now, back to more Rapid on Racing with Don Gamble and Tom Lang. 
Joining us now with all the drag racing news is Tom Lang. Tom, good evening. How are you? Good evening, Don. It's a pleasure to join you as always. I thank you. A pair of special events coming up this week at two local drag strips. Let's start with an event that I know means a lot to you. The PID Keystone Nostalgia Nationals. Uh, yes, Don. Uh, this weekend, Saturday, September 25th, and uh, Sunday the 26th are the dates for the GIS Automotive PID Keystone Nostalgia Nationals at Keystone Raceway Park. Uh, I'm not sure how many of these events have been held at Keystone since Greg Miller took over the track, but I can tell you from personal experience that the very first PID reunion was held at Keystone in October of 1997, and I know because I rented the track and I put that race on. Uh, it's turned into one of, if not the biggest event on Keystone's calendar. It's, it's right up there with uh, some of the, their other events. Uh, this year's event has several show classes. Uh, Southern Slingshots, they're front-engine dragsters. Uh, Scott's Rods, double-A gassers. A bunch of really, really neat cars in the Scott's Rod gassers uh, 57 Corvette that uh, Crazy Grandpa has. You know, they're all uh, straight axle front end. Most of them are blown cars. There's some Willys, uh, Corvettes, uh, a few other types of cars, but uh, they are really beautiful cars. They also have some nostalgia funny cars, and they have nitro fuel alders. So you get out there, you get a chance to get a sniff of nitro. If you've never smelled nitro before, you won't forget it, believe me. Uh, the show classes run twice on Saturday and once on Sunday. They also have two classes for the stick shift cars. It's a traveling series for cars that have clutches and stick shift transmissions in them. They have a, a nostalgia race, a nostalgia stock super stock class, a hot rod eliminator, and believe it or not, they have a class that's called Old Farts. <laughs> it's uh, a race for drivers over 60 years of age, and uh, I I'm not sure who came up with that name, but uh, I'd just like to quote Richard Pryor and say, uh, you know, you don't get old being no fool. So uh, other than that, I'm going to let that slide. Uh, the sponsor, GIS Automotive, located on Route 8 in Clenshaw, they always bring in some really cool street rods and race cars that have come out of their shop. Uh, Daryl Gissender. Uh, the owner of GIS produces some really cool stuff from that shop, and he's got a couple of bad that are bone race cars of his own. Uh, the PID reunion dinner that's held annually every year, it gets a bigger crowd than any of the banquets that the local tracks have. Uh, so this event, it, it always draws a huge crowd. Bill Truby brings out a big photo display, and it changes every year. It's not the same pictures every year. Uh, and he puts a lot of effort in deciding which pictures he's going to put on display. And they have some from PID and some from Keystone, and even a few from some other places. A lot of people bring out old race cars. Uh, they have a cruise deal that uh, the cars get in for uh, a certain price, and they have sort of a car show over in the parking area. And uh, it's just... Uh, such a great event. I know so many people look forward to it every year. I do myself. And uh, that, like I said, that's coming up this weekend. 
Well, this was your baby. You created this, and you've touched a lot of lives, and I know the people really like it. That's the one thing I make sure I get the Keystone every year is for that event, sometimes more than once, but that's uh, burned in the calendar for every year, and then I get a chance to visit with my buddy, Mr. Smooth, so it doesn't get any better than that. Well, you know, I wasn't the only one involved in putting this deal together back in 97. Uh, Jim Henderson, Bill Truby, uh, Bill Holt, uh, Rich Major, who's one of the uh, original track managers at PID, uh, he printed up a nice program for us, uh, Jim Sankowitz, uh, and he's still one of the driving forces of the PID reunion movement. Uh, they have some car shows during the summer. They have a big cruise at Sonic, uh, one of the days of the flashlight drags that they have down at the airport in Waynesburg. It's dedicated to PID, so it's got a lot of following. You know, when I first started doing the radio show with you back in 1989, and uh, we were going to interview Mike Kosky, I went down to meet him. Uh, I was also going to write an article about him for RPM, uh, Racing's Almost Perfect magazine. And the very first time I was there, well, Kosky's house is literally a stone's throw from the old PID. Uh, all those people there, they talked about PID like it was Woodstock or something. And right then, they planted the seed for putting on a reunion. And it took me, what, eight years to, to actually make it happen. But uh, the, the thing is a great following. And just like the nostalgia night that you put on up there at Lernerville every year, uh, the, the people really come out, they, they share those old stories. And like I always say, some of them are even true. But uh, I look forward to running into you up there, Don. Uh, very good. I'll see you there. And a tip of the hat to all the folks you mentioned that are keeping this thing uh, as a premier event. Before we move on to the next special event, you have the list of track champions in each class at Keystone for the 2021 season. Uh, yes, uh, these racers show up at Keystone, well, almost every weekend so because some are not points days, but uh, they show up for all these points races, and they dedicate themselves to racing there. Uh, the first one on the list, RJ's Heating and Cooling sponsors the two junior dragster classes. There's an 8 to 11 class and a 12 to 17 class. Well, in the 8 to 11 class, Abby Romeo won the track championship. Now, if you're familiar with Keystone, that Romeo name, you should know it well, because her father, which actually I'm uh, unsure if it's uh, uh, Mark or, uh, dang, the other brother's name escapes me, but uh, I'm not sure which, fa which of those two brothers is her father, track championships, multiple at Keystone, and their grandmother, her grandmother, uh, Amy Romeo, she has also been a track champion. And uh, I believe she was over 60 years old last time she won it. So I hope she doesn't fit into that category in the nostalgia race. But uh, it's great when you see the third generation of a family uh, winning a championship. And the funny thing about it, the racing didn't start with the parents, Frank and Amy, and then passed on to the sons and then the grandkids. It was the sons that went to the racetrack got involved in racing, and talked their parents into coming. And uh, I don't know of too many racing stories where the kids brought the parents in 
and like I said, now they're in the third generation. But the, in the other category, the RJ's Heating and Cooling Junior Dragsters, the 12 to 17 class, it was Brandon Deal was the track champion. The BNR Speed Supply Sportsman class, Joe Farb Jr. Uh, the Farb name, Joe Senior, Joe Junior. Uh, they've won so many races, bunch of championships at area tracks at Keystone, at Quaker City, and uh, he's uh, keeping it going for the Farb family. Z&M Cycle Sales and Service, the motorcycle class. Jonathan Felbaum was the champion. Uh, Jake Battaglia won the Latrobe Auto Group Modified class. All right, when I give the sponsor's name, don't confuse this with the racing class. It's Top Fuel Energy Services. So this is not a Top Fuel class, but the class is called Top. It's the fastest class of bracket racing they have at Keystone. And Scotty Campbell, who's the son of track operator uh, Greg Miller, uh, I believe this is his second or third championship at Keystone. He is a really tough racer, and it's no surprise to see him win a championship. So uh, congratulations to all of those track champions, and uh, hope they do well with the bracket finals at Tragway 42. Tell us what's on tap at Thompson Raceway Park this weekend. Well, also on Saturday, 25th, uh, the 25th of September, at Thompson Raceway Park, they have their annual Rainbow Babies race benefiting Children's Hospital in Cleveland. It's a race that Jim Curtis, the track manager at Thompson, has put on for many years. Uh, his youngest son has been a beneficiary of the fine work that Children's Hospital does. So this event is near and dear to his heart. It's more of a big party held at a racetrack with a uh, wide variety of race cars than it is an actual race. Matter of fact, I'm not sure there's an actual competitive race that's part of it. Uh, they bring all kind of cars. Uh, sometimes it's the only time that car will see a racetrack all year long. But uh, it's another one of those races, just like the PID Keystone Nostalgia deal, that uh, the racers look forward to all year long. They have uh, Chinese auctions. they got baskets they give away. There's a bake sale. Uh, all kind of different uh, opportunities to raise money for Children's Hospital. And uh, they take it very seriously. And they usually raise about $10,000 or so at each one of these events. So, uh, it's like I said, it's something those people look forward to. And uh, actually, I may be going to both of those races this weekend because uh, they're both important events. But... Uh, like I said, there, there are events that these people look forward to every year, and it's great to see that the track takes the opportunity to raise money for such a good cause. Great report, Tom. Have we covered everything? Uh, yes, sir, we have. I thank you. You have a nice evening. Uh, you do the same. This portion of tonight's program was brought to you by Environmental Air Incorporated. Located in beautiful Somerset County in western Pennsylvania's picturesque Laurel Highlands, the Jennerstown Speedway Complex hosts exciting Saturday night racing from May to September. Come see daring drivers compete in late models, modifieds, pro stocks, street stocks, chargers, and the fast and furious fours. Special events include the Motor Mountain Masters, NASCAR Whaled Modifieds, ISMA sanctioned Super Modifieds, the Super Cup Stock Car Series, and Enduro races. The Jennerstown Speedway Complex takes great pride in providing fun, affordable family entertainment. 
The 6 p.m. start time allows the younger fans the opportunity to enjoy the entire show, including at the completion of each weekly event. Everyone in attendance is invited into the pits to meet the drivers and see the cars up close. Spend your Saturday nights in Somerset County at the Jennerstown Speedway Complex. And now back to Don Gamble and more Rapid on Racing. Fans, joining us now is Brett Cutera. Brett, good evening. How are you? Good, good. Uh, thanks for having me on the show. I appreciate you reaching out. Kind of met you at Lernerville last year. Uh, everybody was thrashing around on your car to try and get it squared away. And uh, I don't know what the problem was, but uh, that was my first uh, experience with car number four. But things have come a long way since then, and we'll get into that in just a bit. Now, I know prior to driving, you spent some time uh, doing some uh, pit crew stuff with Logan and Kelly. Uh, when did you decide you wanted to drive? Um, I really, uh, really decided, knew over the years, you know, helping those, helping Rich and helping Joe that uh, I, I always wanted to drive, but uh, I wasn't. I'm not the uh, wealthiest person in the world, so I, you know, I had to get a good good enough job that I could afford this this sport and um, about probably about three years ago when uh, late trip Speedway announced that they were going to uh, reopen uh, I knew that at that point that this was uh, this was it was now or never and I needed to make my move now when uh, when my hometown track was open so how far uh, do you live from late trip oh I'm um, less than 10 minutes I'm probably about eight minutes from the track yeah big track i always liked running up there i mean big wide fast track uh you get around there you're you're getting it done uh what kind of a car do you have um i have a pro stock it is a uh ss chassis from uh chris schneider down in Turinum. uh it was one of the cars he built probably about five years ago and uh i picked it up off of him uh like i said three years ago so well, you get an SS chassis, you're talking state-of-the-art because what Chris has done, uh, it's amazing. I had an opportunity a couple years ago to do an interview with him, and his shop, a little bit of everything there. I mean, he gets it all done in one place, and some of his buddies that he went to school with work for him part-time. Uh, Jason Fosnott, they all went to school together. Uh, a couple of the other uh, people that he... Uh, races with help them out whenever they can i think i think noah brunel might work there i'm not sure but uh yeah actually actually Noah's is the uh the person who actually he sent me the text I, I i let noah know he's actually a good family friend of ours um he always used to do the lettering for the guys that we knew and he actually gave me the uh heads up that this car was for sale so if it wasn't for noah uh we wouldn't be we wouldn't even be in a car probably at this point and we definitely wouldn't wouldn't have made the progress we have over the last two years. So I, Noah's, uh, Noah's been a big asset to us. Well, you picked a good one. Um, toughest part of racing is the finances. You said you're not wealthy. Well, if you have a race car, you're never going to be wealthy. But uh, other than the financial part of it, uh, is it the time in the garage? What do you find to be uh, a little bit of a challenge? Yeah, I think I think the time in the garage is the hardest thing, trying to balance a uh, – you're trying to, to balance your, your home life and, and your work life. Um, I work construction, so I'm a project manager for a big construction company in the Pittsburgh area. So um, I spend a lot of time at work and, and just trying to, to balance getting everything ready for for the weekend and then to try to make sure it's all ready for for each race. And 
And uh, I mean, it's, it's, a, it's a nice little challenge. I welcome it every day. But uh, I would say that, that definitely time time during the week is, is the hardest thing to find. Now, other than Lake Trobe, I know you were at Lernerville at least once. I saw you there. Have you done any other tracks? Um, I have not done any other, uh, not in not in my racing um, experience. I'd like to uh, travel around a bit, but we uh, we had some hardships earlier in the year that kind of uh, restricted our our travel and kind of canceled some shows we had hoped to to make it to, like the uh, like the Sharon, the big Sharon Pro Stock race and maybe even the uh, PPMS race. But um, I'd like to do some traveling here. You know, once we get our uh, maybe our program on, you know in a better spot maybe you know once we once we have a better grasp on what we're doing with this car well the nice thing about the pro stocks and the crate late models you, you don't have to mortgage the house to go racing and and i think that's going to save short track racing because super late models cost way too much money and uh, there's not as many around as there should be but that's another story. Fans, if you're just joining us, we're talking to Brett Hutera, the driver of car number four from the Lake Trobe Speedway. Uh, what would you say was your favorite or most memorable moment in racing? Uh, definitely definitely my favorite and most memorable would be uh, my first career win that we picked up uh, this summer. We won at uh, Lake Trobe Speedway. Um, it was a, uh, I actually had to pass uh, a good friend I've made this year in uh, Jeff Bronischewski. Um He actually helped straighten out my frame earlier in the year when we got into an accident, and uh, I had to make a last lap pass on him. And uh, it was it was actually a little bit of a uh, emotional night uh, tied in with it. My my dad's girlfriend's uh, her brother actually passed away uh, a year ago to the day. Uh, Jim Baker. He was a, a a former dirt track racer, and um, he he passed away. Uh, drag racing at the Keystone Raceway, and it was the uh, one-year anniversary. So it was a it was a cool cool night for for numerous reasons. But definitely, my first one win will be one that I won't forget. I knew Jim for years, actually, when he was racing in the modifieds, and then that car he had at the drag strip was one of his old uh, race cars. Just a a great guy. So you're right; he he will be missed. How about your? Uh, most uh, embarrassing night at the track. Yeah, that's a that's an easy one. Uh, like I said, we had some hardships earlier in the year, and uh, I actually went to a practice night at Lernerville Speedway, uh, one of their open practice nights. Uh, ran a few sessions, and uh, I think we finally probably was probably one of the best nights we had, you know, to that point uh, in, in making laps. It was really consistent throughout the night. And uh, our last session, we went out, and I uh, did not get the steering wheel latched. And I uh, took the green flag, steering wheel came off the splines, and I uh, put the car in the fence on the front stretch before I made about 200 feet. So that was definitely the most embarrassing. Well, I know how you feel. When I was running Motodrome one night, fortunately, it happened on the front straightaway. My wheel came off, oh my gosh, and I got off the throttle and put the wheel back on, or I would have probably had the same situation. Yeah, that's that's a tough one. Uh, what would you consider, now you got your first win, what would you consider uh, your goals, or where would you like to be, uh, let's say September of next year, what would you, what would be good? Um, I, well, I, I, I know that, no, number one, I think we need to be um, a little bit more, more consistent on a nightly basis. I know we have a lot of 
uh, ups and downs and growing pains. I think I just would really like to be more consistent, um, and I'd like to probably run uh, probably more some more of the bigger uh, Penn Ohio uh, Pro Stock Extreme races. I'd like to you know get out and 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 maybe do some travel and see some different tracks and just uh, maybe we could pick up a a win, a bigger win, or a, a you know run well in some of those bigger races that are around. I think we have probably some of the best stock cars and most competitive stock cars probably in the nation and in Western PA. And uh, I think I'd just like to uh, challenge myself and, and, and improve upon where we're at uh, right now. I'd, I, don't, I don't really want to set hard goals because uh, I, I think the goals are always a moving target with, this, with our team. I think we uh, all work very, very hard at what we do, and I think we're, we always are trying to push the bar higher and higher. But uh, I think just being more consistent is, is number one. I always ask. To, I always like to ask the drivers. Uh, how'd you pick your number? So uh, number four is actually a number I've chose throughout my life. Uh, my probably the first reason is my birthday is August fourth. So there's the first number four. Uh, my mom's birthday was in April, so that's the fourth month. Um, and then my probably my sports hero when I first started. Growing up was uh, Brett Favre, and he wore the number four. Um, and then I just carried the number four through most of my sports teams when I played uh, growing up football and baseball and, and things of that sort. So when I got to uh, this point, it was a easy pick. I agree. That's excellent choices. Now, to do these things you're talking about, you need some good sponsors. Why don't we take a minute and thank them? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, it's, it's not easy to do, and uh, we have a lot of great help um, on our team. Uh, number one is King's Brothers Construction. Uh, Dave and his family are good family friends, and they're 100% supportive of everything we do. Uh, Line X of Latrobe, uh, they, they do a lot with helping us with our uh, VP race fuels and, and getting us anything we need uh, on, a, on any, any basis, is on short notice, whatever it is, they, they always try to come through. Uh, Gene Cook Supports, uh, Mike Hammett Construction, Pit Stop Pizza and Cafe, uh, Wholesale Transmission and New Ken, uh, Mike, uh, Tranny Mike, we, he, he rebuilds, rebuilds our stuff quite often. Not as often probably as, uh, we'd like to, but anytime we have a problem, he gets it right back to us quick. Um, the Auto Salon, Dairy Construction, uh, Advantage Steel and Construction, and, uh, A1 Machine and Gilmore Engineering. They, uh, they take care of all of our engine work. And uh, last but certainly not least, uh, Fontana Construction and Remodeling. They're good family friends of ours that uh, are big supporters of racing. That's quite a nice list of sponsors. How about the pit crew? Yeah, my, um, my pit crew, uh, number one, I have to say, uh, she may not turn as many wrenches as the rest, but uh, my girlfriend, Hunter, contributes a lot to the team. She puts up with us uh, a lot, and actually she, we, I run a uh, – between the two of us, we run a, a YouTube channel and a, a vlog where we document all of our races and all of our racing adventures. So she takes care of all of our videos and, and uh, putting, putting together all of our movies that we put out on the Internet and our social media pages. So she does more to the, for the team than maybe anybody. Um, our uh, neighbor, Shane, he, he comes over here probably <clears throat> five nights a week, and uh, he puts a lot of time in. Uh, my dad... Uh, Hunter's dad, uh, my dad's girlfriend, Carol, uh, John Liberoni, 
uh, Frank from Ligonier Construction, uh, and just there's there's so many people. Uh, we just we there's really I can't the list goes on and on. I, I have to pick and choose, but uh, my brothers uh, Anthony Monaport, Luke Monaport, um, Bruce and Stacy Logan. There's just the list goes on and on, um, but. Uh, they, there's there's so many people that have a have a hand in making sure that we get around the track every week. Well, it sounds like Hunter's a very special lady, and you're pretty lucky to have her. Uh, anything you'd like to add, or have we covered everything? Uh, I think we've covered everything. I just really wanted to uh, thank you for, uh, like I said, having us on, and everyone who supports us on a weekly basis, um, and everyone who comes out to any of the tracks in the area. I think the uh, number one thing we can do to make this sport better is to, you know, get your neighbors and friends out so that we can keep enjoying the sport that we love for years and years. Well, Brett Cutera, I want to thank you for being with us this evening. You have a nice night. Thank you. You too. This portion of today's program is brought to you by Alternative Power Sources. Saturday Night Racing Entertainment. That's what you'll get every week at Pittsburgh's Pennsylvania Motor Speedway. The 2021 schedule is jam-packed with racing action. It all starts with our five weekly divisions. The Rorick Automotive Rush Dirt Late Models. The Admar Penn Ohio Pro Stocks. The Priority Equipment Rental Hobby Stocks. The Always Safe Traffic Control Young Guns. And the Crawford Auto Repair 4 Cylinders. Throughout the season, PPMS hosts several racing series, adding to the racing action. The Rush Dirt Late Model Touring Series. The Falcone Moon Township Automotive 410 Sprint Summer Series. The Rush Sportsman Modifieds. The Buckeye Outlaw Sprint Series. The Rush Wingless Sprints. Thunder on the Dirt Vintage Modifieds. And the Lucas Oil Late Model Dirt Series. Special events include the Herb Scott Memorial, the Red Miley Rumble, the Jook George Steel City Classic, and the 33rd Annual Pittsburgher 100. Stay up to date with all the news from Pittsburgh's Pennsylvania Motor Speedway at ppms.com. On Facebook, it's Pittsburgh's Pennsylvania Motor Speedway, and on Twitter, it's at PA Motor Speedway. Are you in need of financial planning or portfolio review? Rick Sabo of RPS Financial Solutions is an independent financial planner who has testified as an expert witness on insurance and investment fraud. He helps people who are concerned about their portfolio or with other financial matters. His services include investments, pension, and 401k rollovers, estate planning, life insurance, and long-term care alternatives. As a registered IRS tax preparer, he can assist retirees with the completion of property tax rebate forms and other government tax reduction programs at no charge. Mr. Sabo does not charge a fee to meet with potential clients for a fact find. His office is located at 5061 Route 8, Gibsonia, PA. If you are in need of any of the services that he provides, give him a call at 724-443-5720. That's 724-443-5720. Or email him at rick.sabo at jwcemail.com. Securities offered through J.W. Cole Financial Incorporated, member of FINRA SIPC. Advisory services offered through J.W. Cole Advisors Incorporated, neither J.W. Cole Advisors Incorporated or J.W. Cole Financial Incorporated, nor its representatives provide legal, tax preparation, or accounting advice. Persons who provide such advice do so in a capacity other than as a registered representative of J.W.C.A. J.W.C. RPS Financial Solutions and J.W.C. J.W.C.A. are unaffiliated entities. And now, more Rapid on Racing with Don Gamble and Dave Oliveri. 
Listeners, joining us on this edition of Rapping on Racing is Frank McGill. Sometimes he's known as Frankie, but there's dad's Frank, but we'll call him Frank. He wants to do that. But we're at Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, Motor Speedwell, where, where Frank's currently the uh, points leader in the hobby stock division. But the big thing I take from your season this year, Frank, is the fact that when I look at the W column, you got six of them. And in this hobby stock division where when you started out, first of all, you know, five years ago in the Young Guns, and this is about your third year in a hobby stock, we only had maybe half a dozen at most cars, and some of those were even marginal. Now, you have a 20-25 you know, car field, and if you happen to have a bad race or a bad heat race or something like that, you're back in the back. But first of all, welcome to Rapid on Racing, and... Let's talk about those six wins this year because that seems when I was talking to you and your dad prior to the interim that you guys are most proud of. Yeah, we've just been uh, focusing on getting our cars ready for this year and uh, the big uh, hobby stock race coming up on the 9-11 and uh, just trying to get our cars set up for that. And we've been actually doing pretty good with uh, luck and all that stuff. So, When you race in the hobby stock division and you've had some great mentors that have been able to help you know, and you're not the proverbial racer that starts out in go-karts and works his way up through. You kind of got involved with racing. Your dad raced, your brother raced some go-karts, but you, know, you have some good, like we said, mentors in A.J. Poljack and Adam Kostelnik, and, and two of the smartest guys, one for an engine and the other one for chassis setup that you're going to get in this area. Yeah, they're, they're a big help with our crew and everything, and uh, uh, all my friends that come and help me uh, fix the cars during the week and make sure they're all tuned up and ready to go. I'd like to thank them, too, and basically just come out here and try to win every week and uh, work to get better, progress, and uh, I'd like to acknowledge my uh, mentors uh, such as AJ and Adam as you said they've uh, helped me a lot throughout the years uh, not only like racing but like get mentally and physically as you progress in years and there, there's no substitution for seat time and I think ultimately everybody wants to grow you know you've gone from the hobby stocks to now the hobbies or from the young guns excuse me to the hobby stocks and it's everybody's young man's dream to maybe hop into a crate obviously because that's the most efficient way to get into a late model racing much like Logan Zarin has done now Logan's graduated up to the late models he has both but you have to cut your teeth and, and now I, I've watched you mature where you were the heavy right foot a few years ago and some of that created a little bit of work in the shop every week but for those years you've matured and, and I think that's what your dad's probably most proud of he's seen that progression to where you know now frank isn't hitting off the wall but he's running against cody running against steve and, and you're running side by side and, and and that's the most important thing yeah getting throttle control down was a big uh, key for us and uh going out there and not hitting the wall from keeping it flat-footed was definitely something i had to look into but uh i've uh, gotten better with my right foot and uh actually like focusing on what I need to do to improve myself and uh, working on the car more. So we're doing really good this year. Well, it's funny that you mentioned that because we always talk about the go-karters. Anybody that seems to start in go-karts, so we'll use A.J. Flake, Mike Pager, guy, Colton Flenner, the guys that have started that, they know what that throttle control is like on a go-kart. For you coming in with no experience just saying, one day I want to drive a race car, it, it, it takes a little bit of... Uh, 
learning. Plus, you race two years with a front-wheel drive car. Then to go to the rear-wheel drive car is even more compounds the problem, maybe more. Yeah, it was a little bit of a change going from the front-wheel to a rear-wheel drive car, but uh, I uh, actually figured it out somewhat quickly, so we actually got that going for us. Frank, what we're going to do is we're going to take a pause for a commercial message, and we'll be back shortly. This portion of today's program was brought to you by Alternative Power Sources. Toma's Meat Market is a full-service, old-fashioned butcher shop and meat market. Their stores nestled in the farmlands of western Pennsylvania, where they've been for over 50 years. They hand-select cattle and hogs purchased from local farmers. At Toma's, they can help you prepare for anything from your own family's dinner to a special graduation party a company picnic, an anniversary celebration, a wedding reception, or a whole host of other things. They can prepare entrees and have them ready for pickup or delivery in foil chafer pans. Just heat them and eat them. Please call or stop by to find out about putting a package of these ideas together for your special event. The taste and the service are out of this world. Toma's Meat Market, located at 748 Dinnerbell Road in Saxonburg, PA. For additional information, please give them a call at 724-352-2020. That's 724-352-2020. Number One Cochrane has created a new way, a faster way, an easier way to buy a car. Now you can complete as much of the process as you'd like online and spend less time in store. Or do it all online and get home delivery. Expressway is way easy to use. Just shop our nearly 20 new car brands and thousands of pre-owned vehicles to find the model that's perfect for you. We're big on transparency, so you get our best possible price up front. We call it our clear-cut price, and it's independently validated by Kelly Blue Book right on your screen. Our experts are standing by to help you throughout the entire buying process. You can also stop at any time, save where you are, and come to the showroom to pick up where you left off. Don't love your new vehicle? Don't worry, we'll take it back, no questions asked. Best of all, Expressway is open 24-7. That means you can buy your way with Expressway right away. Number one, Cochrane. See it all at Cochrane.com. Since 1974, Environmental Air Incorporated has provided quality sheet metal and HVAC services in the greater Pittsburgh area. They're a commercial sheet metal contractor. Founded in 1974 by Glade Neal, Environmental Air is a family-owned union sheet metal company currently managed by Paul and Craig Neal. The people of Environmental Air are both a team and a family. They believe customer service is important. They value their employees and know that together they can have a meaningful impact on each project or service they provide. Residential service is not available due to the magnitude of their commercial work. 47 years of excellent customer service is the foundation of this successful company. Environmental Air is located at 1100 McCartney Street, Pittsburgh, PA, 15220. For additional information, call 412-922-8988. And now, more Rapid on Racing with Don Gamble and Dave Oliveri. 
Listeners, we're back, and we're with Frank McGill, and we're at, at Pittsburgh's Pennsylvania Motor Speedway sitting in the McGill Motorhome, and we've just talked about Frank's season. You know, he's got six wins here at Pennsylvania Motor Speedway, but, you know, again, prior to the interview, we were talking to your dad, and, and this is the part that I, I want you to tell your listeners. Your dad's like really the big backbone of what you and your brother, your racing career has been, and he was most proud of when we were talking that it's nice that you know you and your buddies instead of out running around he knows you're in the race shop you're working on things you're learning you're gaining experience but it's also it's a little safety net yeah my dad's uh the number one like main part of this race team him and my mom both for my mom mainly for putting up with us but my dad he uh he helps us more than anybody else with setting the cars up working on them and uh being a good role model to all me and all my friends and uh teaching us how to uh set everything up and learning from like together building as like a family well that's part too because so often today there are some guys that kind of just jump in the car and they have the works all done for them and you know i've seen you here when something goes wrong or be it whatever prior to the race he wants you to be hands-on because if you're not hands-on you're not going to learn yeah, he, uh, he he said that if we don't help work on our cars, he's not going to do it all for us. So he makes us go out in the shop and actually do stuff and make sure that they're all nut and bolted all for, for the next week and everything washed and everything's prepared for the next week so we can go out there and hopefully win and have good luck. You had three wins last year. What is there one item, it's just, other than, we'll say, experience, but... Was it preparation over the winter? Because to go to double your win totals, and we still have a month left of racing down here at Pennsylvania Motor Speedway. Yeah, we uh, we changed our setup a little bit and uh, started working with that and uh, changed my steering, so that's all fixed. And Because uh, last year I had some bad steering incidents where I hit the wall because my steering came apart. But we fixed all that, and I came out here, and just the more seat time I've had, the better I've progressed. How gratifying is it, again, as you progress, this is year three, uh, to race against Steven Sheltman, you know, multi-time champion here, like, I think like three times in a row or something. And then, you know, Cody could tell us, and these are, you know, young, well, they're a little bit older than you, but, you know, some young blood that's coming into sport. And when you guys race, you're racing side by side, and it's good, clean racing. And sometimes there's a little bit of rub in there, but that's just part of the sport. But to be able to do that, and then the other people that, you can see you're getting better and better each week. You're, even your brother Tony, you know, he's led some laps. And you know, how does it feel to get race against your brother? There's, there's the 05 and the five. It's kind of like the Bush brothers racing together. Yeah, my brother. He. Uh, it's actually really fun racing with them, especially now that he's got a decent car. We've actually focused more on his car over the winter on getting him prepared for this year. But uh, now that he's actually learning it and figuring out, it's actually a lot of fun running with like him and Catellus and Sheltman and all them. It's easy. Uh, easy for us to actually go out there and race clean because we all hold a line and uh, don't want to hit each other, mess each other's stuff up. But Rubbin is racing, so sometimes accidents do happen. I'm sure your dad on one hand is proud of you, both of you, but your mother on the other hand is probably a little bit leery with both of her boys running side by side. Yeah, she gets scared up the, on the top of the trailer when she's watching because uh, she don't like us getting close to each other. She don't want us to wreck and I have to fix both the cars, but... She, uh, it's, it's actually fun racing with him, and my family supports it, so my mom's happy with it. Uh, she just doesn't like when we uh, get into fights and stuff, but that's just family stuff. Just to wrap things up, Frank, let's talk about your crew that helps you during the week. And then you also have sometimes some of those guys filter over to the weekend, but let's give them a big shout-out because as Don Gamble and I always say, what you do 
the first five days of the week in the shop pay dividends on Saturday and, and that's obviously been the case this year yeah I'd like to thank my mom and dad more importantly first and then uh Quentin for helping me Tyler Dom uh my friends Paige and Natasha they come over to the garage and help uh my little brother he's me and him working together and then uh my sponsors A&F Engineering Dan's Truck Service Clean Line Corman Corporation Just Pour It Pull Jack Race Engines uh AK Chassis and uh Hodge Automotive. Frank, in these next four weeks, we've made it already clear that you want to win as, many, as often as you can. But sometimes during those four weeks, you have to be smart and look at the big picture. You're the points leader. And I know we were talking prior, your, your dad was joking me, so I'm not really worried about the points, I'm just worried about W's. But at the end of the year, when you get to say, I'm a you know, PPMS hobby stock champion, you carry that ring like Stephen does, it, it will feel good. Yeah, it will feel good if I can get hopefully wrap this up with a good remainder of the season out here. Just going to try and get the wins in there and uh, hopefully points fall as they should. Well, we'd like to thank you know you for being a guest on Wrapping on Racing. Don and I you know don't get a chance to you know get down here very often, but that being said, good luck tonight and good luck the rest of the season. Thank you and thanks for having me. This portion of tonight's program is brought to you by Zarin Truck and Automotive. Racers for Tots is a nonprofit organization composed of a group of racing enthusiasts who have come together to raise money through various fundraisers and raffles to purchase toys for children in need during the Christmas season. Founded in 1999, Racers for Tots has raised over $2 million to purchase toys and bicycles for children in need across western Pennsylvania. Racers for Tots donates to Children's Hospital of Pittsburgh, the Children's Institute of Pittsburgh, the Salvation Army, Father Ryan's Outreach Center, Children of Murder Victims, Catholic Charities, Bikes for Children with Autism, and any local organization that benefits families with children in need. This year, the organization will celebrate 21 years, and there are many local and regional raffles and fundraisers planned. And if you see the Racers for Tots car at your local Speedway, be sure to purchase a $10 ticket for a chance to win the Racers for Tots grand prize, a brand new rocket race car. This car is valued at about $50,000. For additional information, call 412-952-4723 or go to info at racersfortots.org. A message for all racers, race fans, or campers. Alternative Power Sources Incorporated, located in western Pennsylvania since 1995, we have proudly served homeowners and businesses throughout portions of Pennsylvania, Ohio, and West Virginia, offering a complete line of generators and the ability to provide turnkey projects. From sales and rentals to service, maintenance, and installation, Alternative Power Sources is dedicated to providing reliable generator solutions. Their brands include MTU, Kohler, Gillette, Yamaha, Powertech, and ASCO. The experienced sales force has over 40 years' experience in the generator field, providing the resources to design the generator package to meet your needs and specifications and supply the specified products. If service is important to you, they are your source. Alternative Power Sources. For more information, call 1-800-894-4455.
This portion of tonight's program was brought to you by Zarin Truck and Automotive. Climbs out of his race car. Your 2021 champion can hear you. A heck of a race at the front of the pack between the 98, the 31, and the 17. It took a win for Tom Golick to claim this championship. All right, Tom. Well, you had some dramatics to be able to win this race. You had some, some car issues before you even took the green flag. What was wrong with this 98 machine? Uh, we went down to the scales and my son-in-law come running down. He said, you're trailing a, a trail of oil down behind you. Uh, we blew a hole in the oil filter right before that. We had to go back to the pits and change it. Luckily, we had one in there. We had some oil put in it. So uh, it was a hell of a year, that's for sure. Just in time, you noticed, got this thing changed for that race. Took a couple of restarts. What were you thinking on that last restart where the 31 ends up right next to you? Well, I mean, Anthony's run me clean all year long. He's a hell of a champion here a couple of times, and uh, we knew we was going to have a good run for him. We just got a better run on the outside and was able to stay in front of him. Tom, you won a championship in the late 70s at Motordrome. This is your first one here at Jennerstown Speedway. How's it feel? Uh, it feels pretty good. Uh, 1979, I won a track championship. I beat a young man there by the name of Jeff Dunmire for the point championship down here. Jeff had a hell of a career, too. So uh, we're glad we got one. That's uh, what we set out to do at the beginning of the year. That's uh, glad we got it. You started the year young, started the year strong, you end the year strong. Congratulations. Tom Golick, your 2021 champion. Thank you for all the fans for coming out all year long. Really appreciate it. A salute to the fans. The Mason Town Missile in the Mike's Auto Repair and Sales, Route 21 Diner, here in Victory Lane. He was also the feature winner last night at the Dog Hollow Speedway. Well, he's not going to be too happy as uh, looks like Old Man Slavery's going to have to make you a new right door. But get the feature winner hat back here in victory lane again. Michael, what a run. I mean, you're not afraid. This is a big half mile here at Lake Trobe. And I see you go in the high lane. I think you're wondering if it should be a three-quarter mile track. Yeah, I'm, uh, I don't know why a lot of them guys won't go up there and run, but you can get up on that rim and just hold a wide open. And that's what you were doing? And I'll tell you what, last time you won, you got called to Mr. Carson's office, our starter, and uh, he took you to school. First thing you came to, when you got here to Victory Lane, the first person to congratulate you was Denny, and you looked at him, you're like, did I do okay? And and I'll tell you what, just a sign of respect. I mean, you know, you want to come out here and do the best job you can, and there you go. I mean, what is it, the fourth win here this year? Yeah, for this year, yeah. I mean, yeah, he gave me heck last week, and I, I wasn't going to let it happen again, so I watched him out of time. <laughs> and, Mike, you guys did a great job last night. Just to show you the type of driver Michael Doritsky is, he went on a short track. Tonight you come to the big half mile, and let's talk about this crew over here. Yeah, without them, I mean, it, they put a lot of work into this car. I mean, my mom, my dad, Josh, uh, Tony's coming with us, Randy. Um, Jim, just everybody helps out on the car. It really helps a lot. And let's not forget old man Slavic. You're going to make him do some work. at new door going on in 90J this week. Oh, yeah. He was in our shop 9 o'clock this morning. I started trading the body out from last night. <laughs> hey, Michael. Congratulations. Fourth win of the year. Like I said, great year overall at some other tracks, too. And why don't we hit those sponsors? Yeah, I think uh, Mike's Auto Repair, Gary's Auto Sales, Nap Auto Parts, uh, Payload's Body and Color, um, Pex Auto, Kelly Construction, Rocket Chassis, Cletus Motorsports, Ingram Engines, Economy of Furnace, Economy Electric. Just everybody helps on a car. Slavic decals. Everybody helps. I know who you are. It really means a lot. Race fans, give a round of applause. Fourth time this year, the Mason Town Missile, Mike Derisky in Victory Lane. We hope you enjoyed tonight's program. Wrapping on Racing is available every Monday at 6 p.m. on Apple TV, iTunes, TuneIn Radio, Stitcher, and RappinOnRacing.com. 
We want to thank Jennerstown Speedway, the title sponsor for Rapid On Racing, and our marketing partners, Alternative Power Sources, Environmental Air Incorporated, plus Pittsburgh's Pennsylvania Motor Speedway, RPS Financial Solutions, Toma Mean Market, and Zarin Truck and Automotive. Additionally, thanks go to co-hosts Dave Oliveri and our reporters, Howie Bayless, Tyler Harris, Bill Korch, Tom Lang, and Jim Zufall. Special thanks to our senior engineers and technical advisors, Bill Korch, Ted Luzik, and Gary Scott, along with Bob Miller, our multimedia data collection facilitator. That's all for this week's Rapid on Racing. I'm Lenny Baticki. We'll see you next time. Stand on it. Come on, man. Stand on it. Stand on it, Jennerstown Speedway proudly presented Rapid on Racing, the Tri-State's number one motorsports talk show. Today's program was brought to you in part by our marketing partners. Recognized by the Eastern Motorsports Press Association as one of the top racing shows in the Eastern United States. Have a great week. And be sure to tune in next Monday for another installment of Rappin' on Racing. Stand on it. Come on, y'all. Stand on it.